We'll do a proper introduction too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of him. Hi, on trees. We won't do the music this week, we won't. as a uh, respect to the world. Absolutely. Um, but what did you just say? Right, well, let's right do an introduction. We never really do, but like I just actually even wanted to do a more proper introduction because we usually do when we have the guests, but we haven't been doing it right now when we're not Absolutely. doing it from the live audience. I just wanted him to say what he said. I wish I pressed record one second before about what did, weed. What? Because oh, I told you to smoke the weed, now? and what did you say? Oh, weed scares the shit out of me. <laughs> weed scares yeah. the shit out so of me. So that guy, before <laughs> before that being said, we said just now before the podcast, we are probably going to have a bit more understandably serious tone to this podcast. That doesn't mean that we're not going to crack jokes. I was just telling off air, telling this guy, we were saying um, he's the ultimate guest I could think about in the world out of all of my friends that could be here for this conversation, for this episode. That's why I want to do such a proper introduction. He has some of the best stories I've ever heard. He's been one of the best guests we've ever had on the podcast, and he's very intelligent and the perfect guy in his stance and to have here on this episode. So our guest today is Anthony Engelbrecht. Anthony Engelbrecht. Yes, thank you for having me. And he's not German, because you might think with that name he's German. No, 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 no. I'm Jermaican. Jermaican. So <laughs> me and him have talked. First and foremost, uh, I guess just like the have you have you been getting calls like that where people go like I've been getting a lot of calls like that, too, where people go just like, where do you stand on this? Or like, what are your thoughts? And have I people feel been that checking in with you because no. I've been checking in with my checking with my black friend. Yeah. And then I'm like, I don't want to be the. He's probably been checked on already. Well, you know what, you it know is? what I yeah. mean? Do I have to? Right. You know what I'll, it is? I like, well, like, does check. it make sense for you to check if he's been checked on by like so three much. or four yeah, or five? Yeah, yeah. Well, here's here's people. my issue. I didn't think I'd get into it that quick, but just because you said it, I have some opinions. And here's my issue on that opinion. Mm. I talked to you last week. We talked on the Was phone. Was it just last week? Yeah, just last week on mm. the phone for a while, right? Um, and we, we bumped we, into him right outside we bumped after into we recorded you. the podcast yeah. last week. We bumped into you. We speak to each other all the time. Yeah. And I've spoken to a lot of people this week, but I was never checking in. And one of the things that's bothering me right now is when people are like, check in on your black friends. Here's the difference between me and these fake comics that are all saying you should be checking in on your black friends. I was just talking to my friends. I wasn't checking in on them. And I was checking in on my friends because that's what I have. I have friends, not black friends so it's very obvious right now the comedians who are trying to struggle and scrambling to copy and paste and i wouldn't say anything right now because i also understand that like my whole stance on this thing too is when people say you can't teach an old dog new tricks that's i think a major thing that's slowing us down right now because it is true you can teach an old dog new tricks Definitely. and a 60 year old guy i don't blame you for the way that you were raised but now is the time that you can switch on that and i would never call somebody out and try and claim that you understanding black struggles is now a bandwagon or anything like that. That's like I know that's it's crazy. It's that's crazy. That's happening right now. Yeah. And people being like, "Oh, you Virtue didn't care signaling. last week." Well, good yeah. thing he does now. What I'm mad about though is don't. So here's what I'm mad about about the bandwagoning, and I'm not going to name names, but there's Toronto comedians that I, I I will look in the eyes way differently from this point on, and what they're doing, and here's the difference is, is they're making that post. They're bandwagoning, and a week later, they're pointing fingers. Mm -hmm. And here's what it is. It's like, I don't mind if you were a bandwagoner when the Raptors got into the finals and the whole city's That's a whole it. different thing to bandwagon about. That's Absolutely. a whole different. But, here, but to use that as a metaphor, here's what I'm seeing people doing, and here's what I'm not okay with, is they're jumping on the bandwagon when we're in the finals, and they've been a fan for a week, but they're now looking at people, and they're like, who's your favorite Raptor? Name three players. And you're like... Dude, you just jumped on the bandwagon a week ago, and now you're trying to point out people as not real fans. And they're doing it with this, and like, like you were saying, telling us, tell me who, who 
your black friends are. You well, know you know what, what I mean? the other thing is, and why it further stands out Prove to it. me that you're really scared of people thinking you're racist is one, I'm not copy and pasting everything I'm doing like the other white comics because I'm not worried about people thinking I'm racist because people know who I am and where I stand in the black community. The other thing is, is I've been mad about this since I was a kid in Texas in 1996 with fucking Rodney King. I've been mad about this since Philando Castile in 2016. Yep. I've been mad about this since two weeks ago when it happened. I've been mad about this my entire life. So I'm not bandwagoning, and I don't need to just all of a sudden hop on. And it's very obvious with a lot of people that you just woke up to this. I'm not pointing fingers at that. That's the point. But don't immediately go, oh, I understand black struggles now, and you don't. And I see all you see, and start that's, that's the fingers. That's the bad part. You can jump on the bandwagon. We want people on the bandwagon. Absolutely. Right. Learn where you were wrong. But that's where it's wrong, where it's like, I'm, I'm more black-friendly than you are. You know what I mean? It's, I feel like people jumping on the bandwagon is almost self-serving in its own way. It you know what I mean? Is. Like, it's, it's almost a way to say that I'm more enlightened than you, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's more of I'm doing this for me as opposed to you. It's for you, but it's really for me, for mm -hmm. me to feel like a good person. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Um, it's just like that when, when your girl says, stop saying sorry. Prove it to me with your actions. Mm -hmm. No one needs to say anything except with their actions. Absolutely. Right. And, right. And, and, and the thing is, too, with white people especially, <clears throat> it's like you don't need to do that. Right. You don't need your you especially. There's never been a time right now more. I, there's nothing. I'm not pointing any fingers at anything myself. The white voice doesn't need to be heard right now. I'm not saying for literally, dude, just for a little bit. Just take a breath and just listen. That's it. That's and you see, and I think that's one of the, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go. See, and that's why, um, Paul, my energy, it gravitates to you because when I have a conversation with you, I don't feel like you're like we're having a conversation with a black guy and a white guy. I, I feel absolutely. like there's just two people that are having a discussion. Mm -hmm. So when you and I are talking on the phone, you're not checking up on your black friend. You're just Never. checking up on your friend. Oh, my friend. And I like the fact that you know enough to know. You know, just like well, you have a stance in terms of how you feel about the whole thing, but you mm -hmm. also understand from the other perspective, you know what I mean? Like where where you can not make a difference, but like you, you understand enough to know to either say something or maybe this isn't the best time. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean? Like to take a step back and know that this it's is true. not a lot of people, you know, and a lot that. of people, they, they don't know that. They right. Know like that there's been times there's been times I just understand I'm not ever trying to. And right now. Somebody said it so well that it's like, and, and I do agree with this, right? That it's like, I think the difference between what we need to do now between the outrages that we've had over the past decades over of this is really look at it as a battle of good and evil and not a battle of black and white and not a battle of human versus cops, right? It needs to be a battle of good and evil. We need to come in. But I heard somebody explain that in the same sense as it needs to be a battle of selflessness and selfishness is really what the battle comes down to. And when you saw the black protester who walked up to a group of 30 cops and he goes, I just know you guys must be 30, thirsty. And he yeah, opened water. up the water bottles yeah, and there they are, right? That's what we need more of. Yeah, yeah. That's what we need because more Because, yo, there's, but, because you don't know what, where the evil is coming from. Because I've seen so many videos of people like paying protesters to go throw benches into. Absolutely. Windows and shit. You know what I mean? Absolutely. There's people in and that's a different story. Yeah, but there's there's agitators, right? There's there's people who there's they're gonna capitalize off of all of this carnage in some weird way. So what I think this is my theory is mm -hmm. that you know they do have people that are agitating. So there's people that are just trying to do peaceful protests, and then there's people that are just creating straight anarchy. Mm -hmm. But what I think they want to do is they want a 
non-questionable, justifiable reason to be able to implement some kind of outrageous. This is just my theory. Absolutely. Even even a temporary martial law mm-hmm. to really be able to clamp down on you know either keeping people in their homes or you know if they want to brutalize any person of color or anybody mm-hmm. in particular they want to have a justifiable hardcore reason to be able to do it and what better reason to be able to do something like that but that by saying that you know this person is destroying our city and you can put a monetary value on Absolutely. how much they're destroying right now that so, being said too it's but, like with the with the riots my stance is very i understand it mm. best way to describe it I understand it, but do you condone it? it. Okay. I don't condone it. Okay. I don't I condone it, but not, also here's I don't my condone. here's can I can I say something? Yeah, sure. The only reason I do condone it, it's because they're finally being heard, bro. Absolutely. If, if it takes, Martin Luther King said it. Rioting is the way that people who who have no voice get heard. You know what I mean? And I believe when Martin Luther King was shot, it was six days. They did forty-seven million dollars of damages. Pump. $47 million of damages after he was shot and the rioting. Right? After he was shot. After he was shot. Because when he was shot, it was at a peaceful peaceful protest. It was a peaceful protest. And then within six days after that, there was major changes to the way that human rights are viewed in the United States of America. And there still needs to be. Another important thing that I would like to say in this conversation that I think a lot of people need to know in their conversations is before you start getting super excited, and I'm saying this to white people and start getting really radical, you need to take a deep breath. And you need to remind yourself that you live in Toronto, you live in Canada. But there's still a ton of problems in Canada, but there's a lot less. Yeah, we're doing better. There's but we a can lot, still do better. a lot less, and we can always do better. But the thing is, when I say it, see, I'm not saying all lives matter. I'm not trying to come from that stance. And it's very tricky as a white guy right now that there's so many trigger words that you can jump on. And and to, to even if, say, if, can I just say something? If I didn't know you and I was more for if I was paying more attention to what was going there, I wouldn't necessarily take a stance and be offended by what you're saying, but I would be very, I don't know, apprehensive and worry mm-hmm. some of the words that are coming out of your mouth if I didn't know you. But because mm-hmm. I know you, I know everything you're saying comes from a place of, of and goodwill. Which, and which words would worry you if you didn't? Not necessarily the words, but you know, I think there's a feeling between black people that it doesn't matter how much you say you understand that you can never truly understand you, you know right. what i'm saying absolutely and even as a brown guy you, i can't you, you can't I, I have absolutely. you can't so you, you can know? only talk from the perspective that you know and i do believe that you're, you're very accurate but yeah if i didn't know you i would, would more be thinking that you can't speak on this experience you absolutely. see what i'm saying but at the same time i know where you come from and i know and i, I first of all i agree with everything that you're absolutely. saying i do agree with what you're saying but i can see from other people's perspective how they would 100 and, and, and you got to understand that too there's a climate um in the states and and, and this has been happening for a long time mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. people are this is their way to for them to express themselves or get out the frustration or whatever the case is the thing is too it's like so for me i completely agree with what you're right. saying and, and like I said, where I'm like, there's things that I understand that there's white people that don't mean it and would be like, but I thought all lives matter. And you're like, yeah, man, you're not wrong, but you can't say that because it, like you it, it, it sounds that, like you're – But you don't – It sounds like you're detracting that, from that, and I understand. And I'm not trying to say that. That being said, it's like I've been there's quiet. There's a time and a place. There's a time and a place. And, and I think, that's, and like that's that what lady, I was going to say. There's but a lady standing in the middle of a crowd at, at the riots mm-hmm. or during the protest, not even at mm-hmm. the riots. Mm-hmm. A white lady, like a Karen, came into the middle of the crowd and held up a sign – that said blue lives matter. Right. You know what I mean? Come There's on, a time man. and a place. There is a what time you, and a place. Like what, like what do you Absolutely. think about that, honestly? Um, so here's what I'm going to tell you too. Do you so, think it's will for ignorance, or do you think that I the, think that's absolutely will for ignorance, right? Because or do you, that, but because, it shows up in the time and the place. Now here's the problem, right? That's what creates more divide. When she comes in there, she silences. 
she she does a real real bad thing because you create more divide now me saying good versus evil it's like it almost sounds like i'm not trying to I'm not trying at all to say I understand. I'm not trying to say anything. But what I do want to see and the way that I'm mentally approaching this differently is I've spent my entire life also saying fuck the police. And that way of thinking doesn't work. Right. So if you give me a second. But why, I'm, why I don't do want you to say fuck the police? Like for what reason? Because when so, NWA came out with that song, that was a protest within itself to police brutality against black absolutely. men. Right. Now, and, and they kind of coined that phrase. So now here's the thing. Right. Um. We had this talk. We had this talk in LA. It wasn't about necessarily about black people, but it was about the police. About Remember, the police. you asked me how how do I feel about a police officer? Right, because your 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 interaction with them is probably a lot different than mine. As my a inter white person, my sure. interaction with you would be night no, no, no. would be night and day, and I know that. 100%. Right, but I also know that because growing up, I never chose it this way. I was never trying to do this. I've just happened to always be one of the only white guys around my group of friends, and I've seen it since I was a youth, since before we could even get, you know, pulled over in our car and stuff, I've seen so many times, and even when I was willfully just confused, it didn't, t it took me, I remember being in grade three, and you're like, why does this guy always think that you're stealing? Yeah. When you never stole. I don't get it. Right. And it took me a lot to understand that that's because of the color of your skin. Mm -hmm. But I've understood that since I was young. Right. I've, I've been racially profiled. Especially when I'm with my white friends. Absolutely. But when I'm with my black friends, they're the ones that get it, you know, because mm -hmm. there's a there's a there's a scale, and I fit in the middle of that. Mm -hmm. And when we're, like when you asked me in LA how I feel about cops, right? Mm -hmm. And I told you, and I'm going to say this again. At one point in my life, when I was younger, mm -hmm. and I dealt with more of those situations, because I was also just a youth hanging around other youth, right? You're right. going to mm -hmm. be in those situations, right? right more. Of course. Mm -hmm. I hated the police. I would walk <laughs> around and say, "Fuck the police." I Absolutely. don't know where it started from. I didn't even know about NWA or whatever at that time, you right. know, or whatever. I was just like, "Fuck the police." I didn't, I didn't fuck with it. But as I got older, I realized that a lot of the times, it the interaction would go depending on how I approached it. Absolutely. And, and sometimes it does. And, and sometimes it doesn't. Because we all heard George Floyd uh -huh. no, uh, no. not angrily talking. Of course, of course. But I'm talking about... this is where we stand. Yeah, yeah. In, in my situation, I've always felt that if I usually respond with a, like, with a smile, I get a smile back. Mm. But that doesn't always happen. It doesn't right. always happen. Because I've been pushed around by cops. And certainly before, not you know in the United States. Not to mention, they could already have an agenda. They could have a vendetta, yeah, right? Knows, so right? They, yeah. Like, you know, you could, you could... They could approach you, and they already have a motive in mind. Yeah. Right? Like, so. I've been in instances where... When I was at Jane and Finch, and uh, sorry, when I was you know when I was living in the hood or uh -huh. whatever the case is, uh -huh. and you know we were causing a lot of trouble in the store, and the police came, and you know they would come, and then they we'd run, and then they would chase mm -hmm. us, and then they would you know either they would catch us or they wouldn't, and we'd mm -hmm. like flee like twenty of us, you know, okay. and we'd mm -hmm. jump over the cop cars and shit mm -hmm. like that, mm -hmm. and you know they caught a bunch of us, and they didn't even arrest us. What they did is they put us all in the back of the cop car, mm -hmm. and then they drove us down to like the York University campus, down by like the ravine, and then they just beat the shit out out of all of us. Oh really? Yeah. I yeah. literally was about to tear up because I was like, I thought that story. This is my white ignorance, and yeah. this is why white people don't understand. I legitimately, in my white brain, thought that that story was going. And they put us in the back of the cop car. They took us to York University, and they showed us the students. They showed us the future no, doctors <laughs> and the future teachers of tomorrow. And, and they showed said, us what we could be and they said, if, if we, we keep blockers. acting up like this. And I was literally about Fucking to tear hilarious. up and go, "This Yo, is a beautiful story." Hood, and then they're like, "Yeah, they took us to York, and, and, and they just beat the shit out of us." Are you kidding me? I just told you. York University is literally right. Right. 
beside it. It's like right there, bro. I remember we used to do the Keel and Vince show. I can't believe you thought that. But so here's my thing, right? And I stood up the whole time and I hear nothing but stories. And I've been with friends and seen them wrongly get pulled over. And and I just said, you know, fuck the police. What When I say right now that now's the time to listen and now's the time to be especially open-minded is... Give me a second to explain this. Here's where I now stand. Up. Right. I've spent 30 years of my life saying fuck the police, and I no longer will say that. Okay? I remember you told me this in LA, and I, I, I have asked a new, you, and I was I like, I have a why? new, better way to explain it in the yeah. past week. I'll okay. stay with and you. And this will be yeah. very I'll, relatable. All right. Just let me finish. Yes, I'll stay with let you. Me, let me finish. Yes, I, I, okay? I promise. Because I never used to understand why you said fuck the police when let I me, always thought, well, but I, I know why. Now, now you know, I mean. but yeah, now yeah. let me explain to you why I wouldn't. Yeah, I would love to. And I know right now, too, this is why I say I've stayed quiet all week because I don't want to be a white guy ever trying to hop on Facebook right now, but with you two and with the people that choose to listen to this podcast, this is the platform that I choose to say this. And I'm not trying to look pro-police. I'm not trying to say anything, but I'll tell you why I'll never say fuck the police again, okay? And I'll make it relate to your heart, I hope. Nobody hates a bad cop more than a cop. I'll say that again. Nobody hates a bad cop more than a cop. Let me make that make more more than a good cop. But this is saying that most cops are good cops. Because let me make that make more sense to you. Please. Nobody hates a bad teacher more than a teacher. Nobody hates a bad comedian more than a comedian. So to feel a good cop's outrage, to understand that there is good cops out there that put on that badge and did nothing, black cops, did nothing but join that force to see to it that this ends. That there is black cops that have the exact same love in their heart and message as we do, they are out there. And they do not deserve us saying, fuck the police when they are heroes. To make that make more sense to you, let me remind you that nobody hates a bad comedian more than a comedian. So to now put yourself in that officer's shoes, when I do shows, you know how much we all have these discussions and we hate bad comics. When we do a show and somebody comes up and is like just giving us a bad name, that might stop people from coming to comedy shows. That might stop people from doing things. Ben Bankus's way he's acting on Instagram right now is embarrassing because you give a bad what's, what's name that all about? to comedians. So that's all I'm saying we'll, is we'll get nobody it, yeah. hates them. To, to wrap up that point, let me just remind you that goes across the board. <coughs> nobody hates a bad nurse more than a nurse. Now, for the positive of what I'm saying, okay? When we look at a school, let's say there's 100 teachers in the school. Mm-hmm. We can all rightfully agree that we had some very bad teachers in high school. Sure, 100%. But if you look at the system... There's a hundred teachers. There's five bad ones. If you take a step back and realize it's a battle between good and evil, the good always heavily outweighs the evil. And this is about so much more. This is about taking the evil away and not allowing them to become the president of the United States. That's where the problem is. That's the systemic problem. We have to stop saying Fuck the police because there is black police out there. There is white police out there that have good hearts and they're true heroes. And on Christmas Day, when two kids get shot down, the police officer is the first responder. And I feel ignorant and ashamed that my entire life I've said fuck the police, knowing damn well that there's a cop that never picked on anybody, is a good guy. And on Christmas Day, because he can't take the day off had to be the first responder to a scene, walk in and see two four and six-year-olds that were shot dead on the ground. Do you want to do that? Do you want to do that? I don't want to do that on Christmas Day. He did. 
because that's his job and he's a hero for that and we need to respect those people too and if we can stand in unity with the good we break out the small percentage of bad cops we break out the small percentage of truly racist horrible white people and we stop letting them become the president of the united states but to band together in power and numbers is what is most important right now okay I, I, I agree with what you're saying to an extent, okay? Okay. So I was reading a post on Facebook, um, something that Martin Luther King had said, where it said it's not what the people had said that's mm-hmm. offensive. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, by yeah. the way. It's not, what the people that's, it's not what the people said that I found offensive. Mm-hmm. It was my friends that stayed. He said, when it's all said and done, you don't remember the things that were said, but the people that stayed silent. Silence Your friends that violence. stayed silent mm-hmm. while those things were being said. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you... You know, you get a bunch of police and, you know, obviously there's good ones and there's bad ones. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you're just, in my opinion, if you're going to allow, you know, bad cops to operate and not take a stance Mm -hmm. as, you know, if, if, if what you say is true and good cops are the overwhelming majority, then they should have no problem. You know what I mean? Being able to root out the ones that are no good because I know so that when maybe they aren't people, the overwhelming majority. Well, I, I don't I think, agree I think it's maybe a more in statement. Canada, I, maybe more in Canada, but in America they're hiring but, cops no, like but, anything. But, you know it's, but that's it's, true. it's a generalization. Yeah, yeah. There's no way for you to know which ones are the good and ones or sure, the bad ones. Yeah. The only thing that I can say is that I know there's good cops and I know that there's bad cops. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now for me to sit there and decipher which one is which, I don't have the fucking time because the guy that hurt me is wearing a badge. You're wearing a fucking badge too. As far as I'm concerned, I would rather not even take my chances to decipher who's the good and who's... I would just not get involved at all and just Absolutely. generalize and blanket state. You know what I mean? Just put a blanket generalization on everybody until a moment comes up when you prove me otherwise. And when you look at it like that, black people... Or it's the exact same thing because there's a lot of police officers that generalize with black people and assume mm-hmm. that we're all one particular way. And I can't tell you how many times, whether it would be me on stage, mm-hmm. especially going for job interviews, as a black man working in the construction industry, mm-hmm. you don't know the levels of discrimination that I, I have to jump through hoops right. on a regular basis anytime I'm going for a job. Mm-hmm. People automatically... Um, look at me and figure that they know who I am and it's not until they hear me speak that they let their guard down just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're a very, very intellectual speaker. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. But on first appearance, I know what I look like to you. You see what I'm saying? But then when you I hear mean, me talk, you're like, okay, cool. Not to me yeah. either, because to be honest with you, it's like you don't look like a hoodlum to me too. Just to have anybody oh, fair enough, fair enough. you look but, like but you, you always are. We grew up in the same neighborhood. You know, same neighborhood. I mean? but you know the vibe. Just, you know what I mean? And I feel the same thing Like when I walk into comedy shows. I mean, there's been shows where I've been put on where I get up on stage and people kind of give me that look like, oh, this is going to be another deaf comedy jam. Oh, let's mm. wait to hear. And then I start talking and they're like, okay, let's hear what he has to say. Mm. It happened. Right? You know what's a good proof of that? When you posted that video online of the cops harassing your buddy they were an example prime were, example there was no reason for the police to pull us over all they saw and and just to give some kind of back uh, story as to what that situation was is I got pulled over by the police after work me and my friend um, they during were quarantine during quarantine by the yeah. way yeah. and it was so apparent that we were coming back from work like I was in my working overalls and everything mm-hmm. and the police mm-hmm. pulled us over and they didn't have any clear reason as to why they pulled us over right and uh, my buddy was reluctant to give his ID the cop didn't ask twice ripped him out of the car and I was trying to get my live up on Facebook in the process like it like while the guy was dragging him out of the car mm-hmm. and I literally just got the Facebook live up as they had already pulled him but the whole struggle when he was ripping him out of the car and like say give me your fucking ID like that part was missed right mm-hmm. 
We didn't do anything. There was no reason for them to approach us, mm -hmm. right? They just were feeling entitled, right? Mm -hmm. they, I, they were probably, in my opinion, I feel like they were bored. Not a lot going yeah, on. Man, it was the first week of quarantine. It was the first week of quarantine, right? It was right? dead out there. It was no, super dead. It was super dead. Video. It was super dead. So, 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 you know what I mean? Like, you're telling me not to sit there and judge police. And this is where I think the... the I'm the not saying don't judge police. No, 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 no. You're saying that, you're saying, you're saying that we mind. have have a more open mind. And I will but also police, say this. But, they're, but it, we, we can't because police don't have that same... And I can't say all, but in my experience, they don't have an open mind with me. So, they don't come up and just say, hey, buddy, how you go? Absolutely. How's it going? When they approach me, their hand is already on their oh, that's, hip. That's scary. Okay? That's right. scary, You bro. know how scared I am now? Like, when I was younger, it's like no I had a death wish. I didn't care. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If I die, I die. If I don't, I don't. I am a father now. Yeah. Okay. I don't mm -hmm. commit crime. Mm -hmm. I go to work. I'm a responsible person. I'm trying to develop my life. Mm -hmm. No, you're a good guy. You lost Thank your you. brother to. I lost my brother. I mean, that's the other violence, violence, yeah. right? So like, and therefore, too, when I that's why when I say you lost your brother to gun violence, you have every reason to be just. You have a lot of reason and justifiable anger. I do want to say but, this but, too. When I say with the open mind, just real quick too, what I said. What I love about this podcast and why I love why you're here is like you've already in what you said said a million things I said that are wrong. Mm. But I'm glad that we get to have that conversation. Let me openly say here's what I think as a white guy. And if you, even if it is like maybe we should give the police a chance and you tell me here's why we can't. Mm -hmm. Now I'm here to listen. I'm open on Facebook right now. I can't say something like that. Right. You'll, you'll get attacked. People you'll get attacked. That are going to say he's racist right. and cancel me. Right. Well, listen, and right. I'm glad that we can have an open discourse. 100%. And that's why I thank you for again, as I said on the top, that I've seen you doing that on Facebook. And the way that you're having conversations with people, you're helping bring them to the other side. Rather than being like, we found another one. He's a racist. And you're just like, this is why you're racist. You're trying to explain like, to like, them. Like, ask like, questions, right? Yeah, or you're asking questions. And I've seen you do that to people. And that's why I feel open Can to you saying, okay, here's where I stand. And you say, this is why it's wrong. And I'm, I, everything you're saying, I completely agree with. Right. I'm just glad that you don't. You're allowing me to speak without judgment. You know that you I'm know not racist. You know what it is? I know you're not racist. You know what it is? I know that. I know that 100%. You're an intellect from the hood. We grew up in the same, same neighborhood. What right. that means is we grew up around people that talk a certain way, act a certain way. Right. Mm -hmm. But the intellectuals, like I consider myself an intellectual, I consider you an intellectual, mm -hmm. we know when to act like what. You exactly. know what I mean? That's true. We know when we're around who to act like what. Exactly. But as would I. Of course. As of would course. I. And that's the difference between me and a lot of other white people too is that like because some people can't break that if they're they're from the hood they are that's who their they mentality, are. That's who they are they, are, outside they, are, they, are. they right. don't know you can't get a job like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can walk into an office and be a completely different person. Man, there's you know? the way And I'm that, the same way. And yeah, I'm the same way with that. For sure. Can I just say one thing? Because I, I've been sitting here saying that I don't trust the police. It, it's not that I don't, because I, I know it's hard to really put it into perspective. To You know what I mean? Like, everything is almost like a case-by-case -case basis. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there's a slight generalization to all police. There's a level of apprehension when I'm dealing with you. It's like, you could be a good guy, but I don't know. It's like how some black people feel towards all white people. You know, there could be a white person that generally wants to help. Absolutely. And it's like... Well, I don't so know to me, trust you because I'm, I'm sorry. I just one more thing. Just, just what are your intentions? Because I've some some police officers have did amazing things. You know, when my brother got killed, okay, mm -hmm. I rest saw. Rest in peace, Marvin. Thank you. Rest in peace mm -hmm. to Marvin. Uh, pour some out for that. Um, I saw the news, okay, and there was an officer, the first responder on scene. Mm -hmm. And they picked my brother up. This is what I saw in the news, okay. They didn't wait for forensic. They didn't wait for nothing. They just saw. A, a man who was in need of attention. They didn't give a shit that he was black, that he was white. They picked my brother up and I saw them on the news carrying my brother 
to the ambulance. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. like for shit like that, and it's like what you said, right? I, I don't want to cry because it's you know, right, it's, it's, gonna... it's 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 one of those yeah. it's one of those days with this whole thing. You know, I've been thinking about my brother a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I applauded them for that because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you took an oath to help people, and this is you. This is just the better part of you that's just automatically kicking into overdrive. You don't care who the fuck is there. You've been trained to do a job. You just turn it off and you do your fucking job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And for that, I applaud police. Like, where would we be if there were no Absolutely. cops, right? But it, and it's what you said. It's like I there's just also too. I completely for me one of my things was why I was able to generalize cops is they always had a vibe to me this is the white guy like Mm. hating cops explanation they always had a vibe to me like they were guys that never made the NHL and you're now taking that out on me I don't know why they always had dickhead behavior that's it that being said kind of mainly the main thing that I was trying to say is like for me to understand how I can help and stuff and one ways that I can help too is I articulate myself in a different way. What I do as a comedian is I explain things where people are like, I never understood why people do that. And then you explain it and they go, yeah. And it's usually in a funny way. Mm. You ever want to know why girls do this in the bathroom? Mm. You know what I mean? The stuff that we do. You ever realize that guys and girls and mm. we explain it and people go, oh, yeah. yeah. We help articulate things. Mm. In job, an entertaining way. In an entertaining way. My job right now, I feel that I, I can help articulate and I can help misdirect people mm-hmm. and that being said i need to start with myself first mm-hmm. and for me to just completely be walking around for 31 years of my life saying fuck the police i need to have a bit more of an open mind than that is all that i was and, saying and i and i think that most and i'm people and, and i'm privileged as a white guy to even be able to think in that way because i don't have vengeance because they've never done anything bad to my family right and that's perspective that's perspective you think like that because of the interactions that you've had absolutely you know what i mean i've Whereas, had negative interactions I'm, but i'm not saying but you didn't, also but mind how, you i'm a dick i was a dickhead kid right. peeing on things right skateboarding if you weren't doing that stuff that. if yeah. you weren't doing that stuff it would be different if your interactions with the police were negative and they were unprovoked mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying when police stop me i don't say hey those are my rights hey you're violating my rights mm-hmm. i don't argue i yeah. do you what be they polite. say yeah, man. because i know the shit could go sour fast and i know that that's the difference it's like I've been picked on by police officers for stuff that I shouldn't have done. You have too. But for white people right now saying the police pick on us too, here's the difference. I did argue back. Mm, yeah. I did argue back. You, I have you, argued you, back my whole life. And you agitated I, it. And that's a white privilege right. to be able to agitate, to be able to yell that. Absolutely. Think about that. What you agitated got you what we did for just standing there. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like you yeah. had to provoke to get that reaction, exactly. whereas we just existed. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. For sure. So it, it's a different dynamic. So while I hear what you're saying, you have to look at everybody's perspective because their interactions and I how, just see close-minded. You know, so in the same sense, there's another comedian that we know, and her approach to this whole thing, I find it very unhealthy, and I don't like it. And I won't Are we name names name. or not? No, I won't name the names, but I'll say something very clear. Or that maybe if you saw the post, it's like every post has to be this now and. For me, I'm not saying like I'm never trying, and I hope it hasn't sounded like that at any time in no, this podcast. No. That I'm trying to retract or I'm trying to even relate because mm-hmm. I can't relate. Right. I can't relate. All I can do is try and understand. That being said, people coming at it with this view of just all white people are stupid. It's black people. That's ignorance. As that's well. very that's ignorance within itself. So to yeah. be like, oh my god, y'all, this has been such a tough day. If you guys want something to make you laugh and relax, watch Sons of Anarchy. Tons of white on white crime. That is the problem. Someone said that. Someone said that, that you guys both <laughs> Good know. show, but fuck You guys both on. know. I can read the post <laughs> if you want. On. I won't say her name, but I can read the post. And you're like, you know, it's a black girl just saying, like, if you want to see some white on white crime, 
That's yeah. negative. It's, that it's is just very it's, it's not helpful. No, because it's, it's, so it's counterproductive. Same way to point at myself saying fuck the police. It's not helpful, man. To you know what would help with the police? To, you know, like especially in, in neighborhoods that are uh, underprivileged. You shouldn't just put cops from different like if you, you should if in a neighborhood. Police should be from that neighborhood. Right. You know what I mean? But how many people, people from those neighborhoods are trying to be cops? A lot, though. A lot, though. To be honest with you, I wish I, I wish, I wish I became a police officer. And, uh, and I know this is this is a crazy thing to say, especially with right the now, climate being the way it is. But you could but do so much good for your community. I, I feel like I have a different perspective on things and that I could really relate to people. And Absolutely, that I could really, dude. you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, like a, yo, it's like my a teacher. Boy, my boy, who's a, a brown guy, he's mm-hmm. Persian. He wanted to be a cop. So hard to be a cop out here because they weren't hiring and he wasn't going to get placed in his own neighborhood. He had to go to Alberta to be a cop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what's happening. Right. You're just getting shipped out where right. they need police. Right. So then you're just policing. You're not really interacting with your community. Your community. You that's know what, what I, mean? I mean? All you're doing that's is what, just. And that's what they're asking for in the protest is for self police. So people from right. the neighborhood police their neighborhood. Right. You know? Or at least people from Toronto. A lot of police officers, too, you know, they come from all over. They mm-hmm. come from all over the province. Like mm-hmm. there's some cops that travel two hours from the farm country just to come police in the city. In the big City. Yeah, you know what and I'm saying. They come and with that farm mentality. They come with that farm mentality, and it's like they only know they 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 their perception of black people is only what they hear in rap songs or what they've seen mm-hmm. on television, and you know they almost put it in their mind like black people are this thing to be afraid of because I think that's where a lot of it comes from. If you want me to be completely honest, I think that the black that black as 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 people as a color it's been weaponized. You know what I mean? Like it it's just people have been made. To, to, to fear the black man, right? I, to, to, to you know, the black man sure. is this they and the black man is have. that. And, and, and I think that's that how it started. But then, but, then it. I think, but then I also think that a lot of racism, I think it comes from fear. And I think it, it comes from, dude, from it started, male, male insecurities. Male, if, well, dude, why, it does to me. I'm sorry. Let me, let yeah, me just yeah, say ahead. this. And I've and, and yeah, got to no, get this out because I've been thinking it for a super long time. I feel you got us that all up. <laughs> you got us all amped up. Yeah. We all, like, we all agree with we it. Said. Yeah. We're like, we really are trying not to interrupt yeah. each other. Yeah. But we're also three comedians with strong opinions. Definitely. So just like apologies. I, yeah. And I do apologize. Like, I just let me get this out. Yeah. Dude, I, if you just have to say, let me finish. We yeah. might have to just say that and we'll let each other finish. Yeah. All right. Sounds sure. good. Sounds and good. I'm, nobody's taking offense if we're getting excited. We all right. All right. All right. Cool. I think that most racism stems from um, male. In, uh, white male insecurities and uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Neurotic. Neuro- what's, what's what's the yeah? Neurotic. Neurotic would be like a crazy thought. Yes, I think that a lot of white men are very neurotic, mm-hmm. right? And I'm talking about the powers that be, not just you know what I mean. Like I think a lot of white men are neurotic, oh, and I think they see black men and they're scared in a sense. I so mean, you, uh, you, you hate what you media, fear. Besides the media, like Kendrick Lamar said, and yeah. there is something to be said about that too. That like. I know that these insecure white men, a hundred percent down south. Yeah, I think they're scared. Think about that guy. I I know they would say they wouldn't, but it's like the media tells you that black people are scary. The media also tells you that all black people are big dicks. That all black people are Are the most athletic, right? The most athletic. So around your little white wife, that's like my wife. I'm also your wife wants to fuck you just elbow. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. You're like, yeah, get worried, right? That that has existed for so long. I can pull this up. Okay, yeah, that. Back in the day when Napoleon got to Egypt, mm-hmm. yeah. him and his people were literally to not let, like, because they were such great fucking statues. And, 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 like yeah. and they were black people. Yeah. They mm-hmm. were literally blowing off the lips and the noses of the sphinxes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't resemble black people. Yeah, you see you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's how far back this, this, insecurity, this insecurity comes from. Yeah. Absolutely. From the first time 
that they got off the boat and they were like, what the fuck? This guy's fucking huge. He's he's wearing, it's a hot climate. His dick is hanging out. You know what I mean? Mm. It's soft and it's bigger than mine hard. So, well, I think right that's, there, that's where the oppression comes yeah, from. Course. You know what I mean? The I think you, 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 oppress, you oppress the people that, you know, scare that, you. You, that scare you, right? That you're afraid that if you were to, you know. Let Game them, show. If this was Big Brother, you take out the people that are. That's that, scary. That, that's the, that, that, that pose the, the biggest threat. They do. Right? So yeah. let me say this too. From my point of view, it's like, again, and I, I don't want to be taken the wrong way, but I, no. I say this. So my whole thing right now has been for the first time trying to stay neutral and trying to be more understanding. Okay. My entire life, I don't think I've ever had an under, uh, had a problem with, I've stood strongly behind black people. And my issue has always been saying things like, fuck the police. And anytime I see somebody even slightly racist, a white guy, I hate him and I write him off. Yeah. And it's wrong because I am a person that's intelligent and can articulate and I could have maybe sat down and had a calm discussion and changed the way this guy thinks. But what's what's you know what I mean? Yeah, but so my point with that is here's why I loved the Blackout Tuesday so much. Is People used it wrong, though. And people used it wrong, but here's what it showed me, and here's what I liked about it so much. It's I don't even show, know what it's about. It, it highlighted a problem for me, for what I can do. So hear me out on this one. Explain Blackout Tuesday, though. Cause so yeah, Blackout cause I, Tuesday right now is work? on your main feed on Instagram. Yep. Everybody changed it to just a black picture. The picture's My just main all- feed on Instagram. I'm on, I'm on IG right now. Yeah, scroll Where? a bit. There you go. So what, this is everybody? Yeah. Most oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I see it, I see it, I see it. Okay, so now let me explain it to you, yeah. okay? So most of those things are black, mm-hmm. and especially a lot of the ones we're going to see right now where you realize oh, it's beautiful to see because you see all these people standing together, but you got to remind yourself that you're in Toronto. So what sticks out like a sore thumb to me right now is I see black posts, black posts, we stand with you, we stand with you, we stand with you, and then I'll see a girl be like, I made a cake today. And where generally two weeks ago I would have been like, you fucking dumb bitch. Sorry to swear, but you know what I mean? Now I'm like, hold on. Where does she live? She lives in small town Alberta. And there's something to be said about this too where you go, when I grew up, right? I'm so thankful that my parents always raised me the way that I am. My dad is very vocal to be like, you know, you treat everybody depending on class, race, everybody the same. And I'm thankful of that, right? My dad also told me when I was five years old that in the lake near our cottage, there's a fish called Big Dan that weighs 400 pounds. And my uncle caught him once and he broke the fishing rod, but he's still out there and someone can catch it. And until I was 10 years old, I was trying to catch Big Dan (laughs) until I started catching on, oh, that's just a silly fishing story. But why I'm saying that is to prove that we really listen to our parents. Yes. We listen to our parents. Yes, we do. And I cannot blame a white guy from Mississippi, from Mississippi, if he sees things the way they see things, because in America it's so divided. And if you've grown up and your parents have just explained to you that black people are less than us, we don't talk to black people – then you're just learning what you learn from your parents. But sure you my but, job but, but now I don't is buy that. I spent my whole life being like, you're a fucking moron. You're an idiot. But I will still think that person's a moron or an mm. idiot. But I want to take a deep breath and at least try and have a discussion. And if you continue to tell me that you think black people are lesser, well, then, sorry, man, I'm going to walk away. But I've just been th- in the divide. And the part that I can play is I need to just hear out more people mm. and I'm talking about the other side too, and that's my responsibility right. as a white guy. Is I need to, when I'm seeing white people act racist, not be like, "Here's another one, cancel them, cancel them." That's the problem. Right. I need to slide into the DMs and be like, "Hey, man, what's your number?" And I've been doing right. that. Right, have week. a healthy discourse and with the person. So we have a cock. Let's go into that Ben Bankus 
thing, right? Right. There was so much information about what Ben Bankus is doing because you could have because you're, you're saying in my name. And so this is why I'll say his name. Yeah, Ben Bankus is my up? friend and somebody who I respect. And have you had a conversation with him about it? I did. I even now he's still you and him are still friends. I would still say he's my friend, and 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 the reason why I have the respect to say his name right now is because due to his actions in the past couple weeks, I'm embarrassed to say that he's my friend. Before you say something, there was a point that I wanted to prove when you said that we listen to our parents and you can't blame somebody for the way that they think. But I also said you can't teach old dog. I'm saying remember that we can change. We are okay, not our be, parents. Exactly. And because we need to grow. I'm after not a certain age, I'm after, saying we right, need to grow. Right. And across the board, there's things that I've realized that I politically disagree with mm. with my parents. I don't right. judge them, but I've tried to have that conversation. Sure. We've argued several times, and I eventually just have to realize they are 30 years older than me. And all I can do is lead by example. Right. Because yeah. you got to think. Every right? white guy in Toronto, Toronto, again, it's just like, I'm not trying to pat us on the back, but Toronto's a very liberal place. White guys in Toronto are generally like, you know, you want me, I'll say a joke too with these guys. I don't want to call out their name, but like I will say the comedy bar crew. I'll say that. A lot of these comedy bar crew being like, oh, I see you white people and, and this and here's all the books that I read. Why do you this call week. them comedy bar crew? Because they all are always just hanging out at comedy bar. Okay. And they're like this and they're right now just trying to <laughs> copy and paste everything. And they're like, I'm not allowed to go to 7 Eleven and they're doing this. And I'm like, man. I knew who you were two weeks ago, and now all of a sudden you're copy and pasting things. That really looks like I've never smashed a black girl. That's what it looks like right. to me. Do right. you know what I mean? Because mm. I'm not out here panicking, but I also have just not spent my entire life with white improv people. And right. now I have to be like, uh-oh, is this going to look bad on me? It's right. very selfish. Well, that within itself, it seems kind of racist to me because now you're looking for the closest black person or the closest person exactly. of color. You have to go so through your you Rolodex can... or your phone and right. count how then... many black friends. There's, do you see people making posts right now? People that we know, that we respect, that have been guests on this podcast are still white people making posts. And it's like four pictures of them with their black friends. The, literally, I've seen people listing all of their black friends. And my friend this... To me, Bro, if you can list all your worse. black friends, like that means you have twenty. I, I'll tell but you right now, I don't. I couldn't list all my to black me, friends. But to me, that sounds that makes it's almost even. That's almost it makes worse. It worse. That's what Do you I'm think saying. if I came to a party and everybody was like being extra nice to me because of the color that's of my ridiculous. skin? Do you understand how uncomfortable only, that would make you feel? Only cool if it's your birthday or your wedding. You know what I mean? And everybody's being nice yeah, to me. Exactly. But not. Yeah, not but I mean, like, black. yeah, that's but just because I'm me, you know, like. But if I show up at a place and like, you know, and that's why I don't like going to some out of town parties and things like that. Outside of the city, it's hard. It's Sometimes oh, I say I don't want to do shows outside of the city. Hard, dude. I don't want to s- go through two hours of this show. People just asking me stupid fucking questions. Or it's not even the, the it's not even the it's not even necessarily just the questions. It's just the whole dynamic and the energy of the environment, yeah, right? Because just, you're, they're they're being cordial, but it's almost like out. an unnecessary cordial. It's like it sucks to be the only colored person in a room. It, it does. does. You know it does, I mean? and that's even if no one's dude, bothering right. you. Even and you know what's even crazier is is sometimes because you know sometimes if it's a lot of you know. Sometimes white people like to make little racist jokes, you know. They make them all the and, time. And and, and, and and here's the crazy part is they they think that it's they're funny and they it's cool. really like they actually think it's funny to the yeah, point where they, they want to tell you the joke. their joke. Yeah, it's fucking. Oh, it's right, it's yeah. like it's crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean? And you know what the worst part about that is? It, like you can tell in their heart they meant well, but mm-hmm. it's almost like before you said what you just said to me, you had to like proofread that in your mind. Absolutely. And like you could like foretell how this was gonna play to some extent. Did you? Like, ignore that portion that was telling you not to say Man, that. that was... And then I feel bad for them after. When they realize what for they sure. said didn't hit, and they have this automatic, stupid, 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 I'm so dumb. And it's just like... I feel bad for you, man. You know man. what I did? That's a, that's a sign of where you can grow from. So, like, I'll literally just even say it. I remember when I first got into comedy. Yeah. This is, like, 12 years ago. Yeah. When I first started getting to do road gigs, mm. I remember, like, 
it would scare me, bro. I'd yeah. all of a sudden be in Coburg and yeah. the people just look tougher and the way that they talk and they're yeah. drinking and they'll say stuff like, you better be funny. And I'd always be like, man, these out of town gigs, they scare me. But when I was just, and I'd just be scared and I just hope they like me and I hope they think they're funny. And I remember people coming up and like, I'd do the show with a black guy and stuff like that. And they'd be like, uh, like they'd make a joke, make a joke about the black guy there and stuff. And I remember I'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember it wasn't until like two years into comedy that I was like, man, even if I lose audience members before I go up, even if they hate me, I'm like, I can't do that. I wasn't like, haha, that's hilarious. But I never was like staring at them and not laughing. And now when I go to the small town shows and they do that stuff, I'm just like, that's not funny, dude. And I'll lose people. Well, they'll be like, oh, well, this guy's going to be super liberal. Can you know I, can what I mean? ask you a question? Paul? But it's important. And what I'm saying is, is like, even though right now I'm trying to say, hey, man, Toronto, we are one of the we have still a ton of our problems. But I think that we're a great Whoa. example to lead by the world. Mm-hmm. But I'm also just trying to say like what when I said when I said I see all the blackout posts and then randomly you see a girl just saying that I had cake that's the problem mm-hmm. I don't think that that girl has hate in her heart mm-hmm. she just grew up in Muskoka yeah. she has one black friend yeah. and my job my responsibility right now is to be reaching out to those people and mm-hmm. just I'm not pointing fingers I'm not judging I'm just saying here's why I want you to like be a yeah. little bit more aware of what's going on right can I ask you a question mm-hmm. do you feel more comfortable around black people than white people I like like to. like like what like like what is it like is you because you have friends of every color I, I know to. but you have um you know the black community embraces you so do you like you know what I mean like do you ever feel uncomfortable in a predominantly black setting as how I'm saying because you know my friends you've seen my friends I have the rainbow of friends my best friend in the world is a white guy remember the guy that you and him got into that little here's a that little too, thing because I thought about that the other day the guy yeah. you, got, you mentioned that guy last week and I saw you and you're like I was with my boy you, you know my friend and yeah. you said you know him you know and never and this is why I love having these conversations with you because you know it goes both ways yeah you've never said you know my white friend it's because it's not important it's not important to he's me my either. brother that's why I love having those conversations to answer your question honestly um, not to be the cliche, I never noticed it. I never noticed my best friend. Sounds kind of cliche. My best Come friend, on, you got to notice a little bit. Dude, my best friend in, 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 in Texas, in San Antonio, was a brown dude. Yeah. Um, when I moved here, my best friend was a brown dude, but I also had white friends. It wasn't like it was all that. Um, I never noticed, like, man, why do I always have a few black friends? I also always grew up in multicultural areas. In Texas, I went to the public school in Ottawa, so, like, the Catholic schools would be a bit more, but the public schools where I grew up in Ottawa, we were always very multicultural. I just never looked at it certain ways. I actually, you know what? I, I'm acting like I don't understand. I do understand. Okay. I do understand. That but being said, yeah. let me finish. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. That being said, um, there may have come a time five, six years ago that uh, actually, to use the previous example, between a hundred black people in a Jamaican restaurant and a hundred white people in Coburg, mm. I felt certainly more comfortable in the room of all black people. Really? For sure. Now, here's the difference in the past three years. I still would feel more comfortable performing to that audience, but I don't feel more comfortable in the room, but I know so much enough that that won't divide me. And why I fear, Sorry, for, I, why I fear for other white people right now is I see stuff that's like, and this is going to sound, re- I hope this doesn't sound bad, but I'm just going to say my own experience, and I can see how other white people would react to it mm-hmm. and would just be like, well, f- fuck you, I tried or whatever. But I've spent my whole career almost being a predominant, the only white guy on the all black shows. 
I'm so grateful to be able to do a lot of the urban shows. I'm one of the only white guys to headline the, the Nubian show. In the past two years, and I keep this to myself, you're one of the only person that I've told you about this experience, right? In the past two years, it's not that. And I see them trying to divide us, and I can only speak about myself, but I did a show recently that I've done every single year, and I love it. When I say I feel more comfortable, I feel more comfortable because I don't know what it is. I like dance hall music better. I like jerk chicken and rice better. I, that's not even a color thing. It's just like, yeah, being around Jamaicans, mm. I just happen to also agree with that culture. So yeah, I feel more comfortable. I don't in the past two years because now when I'm doing those shows and especially in the past year, this was the first time. And yeah, they're joking, but I had to have my own dressing room. And the people that didn't know me, they're just like, oh, you got to go back to the white dressing room. What? And the people that don't, Come and on, this bro. happens to me for the past two years, even in down in Toronto. It was the night before the Nubian show. The night before the Nubian that show, show, that, there you <gasps> go. That was no. the show that people were yeah. walking down the hallway. Told me that. People were walking down the hallway. I told you this six months later because I sat with this. I didn't feel I need to tell people that because I know what I'm going to do. That ain't going to switch me. I'm going to stand stronger on where I stand for but that shit's issues. wrong. But bro. there's people walking down the hallway and the girls especially were like, who the fuck is this white boy and not who the fuck see let me tell you the difference five years ago they used to see me be the only white guy in that room and they go who the fuck is this white boy like why is he here Mm. this is awesome like this is hilarious Mm. and it made it i embraced that Mm. and it honestly almost like it was easier Mm. i knew it was easier Mm. people were always like man how can you be the only white guy in a black room Mm. and like that must be so tough but i knew i knew six years ago it's not tough it's easier for me because if i go up and prove that i'm funny they're all like this guy's amazing. I've never seen a white guy do that. Now it's not. Now it is tough. But you've but done I that show before. before. Yeah, but it's gotten tougher because what I'm saying is, and even at that show, I did it last year, the year before, there was more love. Now when I'm here, now when I'm here, it's like, you know, who's this white boy? Go back to your dressing room, this, that. Now here's the problem. Here's the problem and why I'm just trying to say you got to speak your truth. Mm-hmm. You got to know your truth. If you listen to something and you agree with it, you agree with it. But you got to think to your truth. Mm. You got to think to your core because I know what always happens and I pull their truth out. Right. You want to judge me when you see me in the hallway because you're like, who the fuck is this white boy? And I understand why you want to judge that. But here's my problem. But why do you think they want to judge it? Because Tell me honestly. Facebook what do you think that is? and Instagram mm. and people like who I was talking about before that says – you know, watch Sons of Anarchy if you want white or white crime. There's people that are encouraging the wrong Wait, rhetoric. Wait, that was a black person that said that? That's a black person. It's a black comedian that's been on oh. your show. Been on my I, I, I know what that is. I know why, okay, I know, so I know why they're I'm doing it. what I'm saying is there's yeah. some people, and they latch on to that. People love to latch on to a team, and they latch on. And in the past year, I see it everywhere. When I did Nubian show the night after, the eyes I get before and after the stage. Like, here's <coughs> what I'm explaining, okay? I stay calm because I know what's up. Then I go on stage, and I smash, and it's like they all of a sudden get me. But when I get off stage, they're just like, oh, my God, that was so funny. What do I do? This is why I need to lead exam- by example because part of me wants to just look and say, fuck you. You looked at me with such hate 15 minutes ago and said, who the fuck is this white boy? And looked me up and down with disgust. And now I went on stage and did something that took me a lot of nerve. A lot of, I'm a very nervous guy that took a lot of uh, not to use. Like, you know, it took a lot out of me to do that. It took me a lot to be able to write that material over the 10 years. It took me a lot to be able to stand in this theater and do that. I did it. And now that I've proved that value, now you want to like me? Now you want to like me? But you know what? I lead by example. Every piece of me wants to look at them and say that. Wants to be like, no, fuck you. You can, had your chance, I, but I don't. I have an yeah. open heart. Can yeah. I say something about that, though? Yeah, I want to say something because about that, too. I know you feel that way in that show, you gotta see where but that's the only show that they can act like that. 
Because every other show, that that's a great point. Every other show, they but, they feel the same way you feel. It, it's not you know what I'm saying? That. Do you know what it is? It's it's almost like this is our thing. This is the one thing we have for ourselves, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's been infiltrated. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but it, it doesn't make it right because they're judging you before they know you based off of what you look like. And that's and, wrong. Anywhere. And that's wrong. That's wrong. Only and it because it wasn't that two years. It, ago. It, it, it wasn't that two years ago. But you know what I'm saying? I don't agree with it, but I understand. And I understand the psychology. It as well. That's why you know I what don't I'm play that game. But back. it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it and right. So, so what you felt right point, there? I never told anybody that. I never made a big Facebook post about that. And I don't even. I'll say it on this. It's not even, I yeah. Don't, I don't like talking about it, but my point is, I'm only me, and I need to lead by example. And what I do in that case is I look back with full love and I say thank you and I appreciate you. And we now continue on and we build, I build a friendship with that person. But I'm telling you, I and, understand. And, but that's and what it's, you have to do, it's tough man. to not be like, you told me you hated me a second ago and now you love me because you yeah. saw that I'm funny, but I don't do that, man. Because that's not what I want people to do. Yeah. I want us to listen and understand each other, bro. But how do you think that we can get to have that healthy discourse? To be honest with you, I think a lot of things in society need to change before we can get to that point, too, right? And mm-hmm. I'm calling on a lot of black people and a lot of the habits and bad things that not all do, but a lot of them, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially the hood ones. Because mm-hmm. it's like Chris Rock said, there's like, there's hood dudes, like, you know what I'm saying? There's, mm-hmm. And then there's black people who are just trying to make their way in this world and they're just trying to do be the best individuals. Yes. Why did you not say the n-word there i don't like that word mm-hmm. i've been called it um i think it's an ugly word mm-hmm. and i think forever going to move forward in society i think that word needs to be abolished you, you know it's the one word where when white people say it i don't get mad at them mm-hmm. when they say it in that in the in the non-derogatory manner and like, I, i'm not saying but like you expected him to say it in that sentence you know what no, i mean? I actually am curious because i knew he was going to say yeah. what he's saying yeah. now and yeah. i feel that that's an also an important thing to say oh, okay, but okay. i just know the joke and that joke relies heavily on the use of the uh, N-word. Of the use of and the N-word. You know and that you, yes. you stay clear of it. And yes. I know that there's some yeah. knowledge there. I don't like saying it. Um, you know what I mean? We're, I black used to people say are growing up, and Who does it? You know what I'm saying? Who does it? Like, I yo, grew up bro, a lot when of black people, When you're listening though, you know? to, your, to your rap, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying, a hip-hop song, it's like it's everywhere. It's completely been incorporated into pop culture. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't matter who acts like they don't say it in Absolutely. public eye. No. When your favorite song is coming on, you you're, not gonna, proud. you're not you going to edit yourself in your own <laughs> fucking house alone. You still do that, though, right? You still sing along in the lyrics? Of course, you have to. In the lyrics? Yeah, but I stay away from songs that say too many n words or whatever. Well, like, but I'm saying every but once yes. in a while, like, it's but there. yes, if Drake it comes does, up, Drake does nonstop. Yeah, I'm saying I do say it, like you know, what I'm saying in a song fashion. But and and I'll be real with you, I got mad at my boss. I got into a fight with my boss where we like it came to blows, and he's a white guy, and I was calling him that. You know, what I'm saying I was like, well, you won't put your hands on me, nigga. You won't put right. your hands on me, nigga. And he was like a white guy from Newfoundland. You're probably empowering right? him. White guys love being called. Oh, that. he hated no, oh. no, 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 <laughs> no, not the, not the, not the, not the cowboy yeah, I ones. Would not. Yeah, no, I would not. no, no, no. They, they, they get, yeah, they get mad about that shit. Yeah, you know what I'm man. saying. So when I was calling him that, um, back to what I was saying, I think it's a derogatory word, and I think that. It's just like you said, it is a derogatory word. And if we're going to lead by example, right, you can't tell somebody not to do something and then you're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? I always like the one, too, where it's just like, why do you want to say it so bad? But that's that, too. I I don't understand what you want to say. Why do you want to say it so bad? It's like if it really is as bad of a word as everybody says that it is and it It has that much of a reaction, it takes you back to a bad place. I understand it derives from a terrible time in history. And if it's a terrible time in history, that's not too far off. It's not that far off. Not too far off. You know what I mean? They're freaking out that they're burning down America when they spent 
almost the entire 60s, especially 1964, burning down Mississippi yeah. left, right, and center, I and think a it's lot a terrible viciouser word. than they are doing right I, now. I think it's a terrible. I think it's terrible. And you know, there, the history. There's been a lot of awful things that have happened in American history in where American history, they're spray painting it on lockers yeah. left, right, and center. Yeah, black people have had a horrible time and in the, the United same, States yep. since it was the like time. The same thing where for me. Dude, a white guy growing but, up, I played hockey. Saying, you think but, I didn't say the F word? Look, yeah, okay, but here, let me let me finish what I'm saying. So, you know, black people have had a horrible time in history, and it's it, it almost seems mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter what we do, it's not the right thing. You know what I'm saying? They say go back to Africa. Mark uh, Marcus Garvey gave us ships, right? Mm -hmm. We all put together got ships. They sabotaged the ships. They didn't want us to fucking leave, mm -hmm. right? They, you know, they 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 want our music, but they don't want us to be the people representing the music. They want our get Elvis to do it, right? You know, go get Elvis to do it, right? Mm -hmm. They take the culture. But they, they, there's black, there's white guys that'll call you the N word, but they listen to hip hop music, and it's 100%. like, you know what I'm saying? So if we're really gonna move forward, and people are really willing to listen and and take into consideration what black people are saying mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying black i, I don't know i i hear you you, For you, me, you hear I'm what i'm trying saying? to take a stance of and i feel this is like i'm not even allowed to say this i feel scary because it's like i don't want to look like i'm supporting i'm trying yeah. to explain the role that i can but i'm trying to say to myself a lot more giving a benefit of the doubt and trying to say you know forgive them father for they know what right. not what they do and I'm just trying, and I, but I'm saying I'm giving you the benefit of doubt. I'm not gonna call somebody three times a day trying to convince them not Is to be racist. Outside? Yeah, that's thunder. Okay, so I can you leave my car window open? Can you explain? You check out the window. You can check. Can you explain this? Can I smoke bag out there? I gotta go outside. I gotta go outside for that. Eh? Uh, you yeah, you could go. No, you can smoke a cigarette in here. Can we I smoke a cigarette? Here? Here? Yeah, I don't want to disrespect. Yeah. So okay. then, well, yeah, you know what? We'll just we'll just do the we'll just keep. Talking. If you want to go check on your car and have the cigarette, me and him can continue it for like five minutes, and you can yeah. come back. If that's you something you want to, yeah, go have a cigarette. We're gonna have an extensive conversation. Okay, so we're we're getting deep. We'll get deep. Go have a cigarette if that's what you want to do. I really. Really Dan Gyrie has a new album drop. Imagine the second he leaves. <laughs> 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 oh, so Remember what I told you? That story? That story? I, I if we can it. somehow yeah. round it up that, that finishes with that story. Because today when I left the house, I go, there's not I, a... I said, I, I said the N-word in that story and you laughed. I, That's a funny story. We talk, me and him, me and him talk about that story all the time. It's one of the funniest stories I've ever heard in my life. It's so good. Do you remember that story? I remember word for word. Honestly, that is super bad, but Yes, it's one of the funniest stories. It's right. So good, do you do you but do you do you laugh at racial humor? I know you take a stance. Absolutely. Man. Okay. I don't so try like, and yeah, act holier than thou. Let me tell you like, what Patrice O'Neill, like, like, my yeah. man Patrice O'Neill said. There's, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. And yeah. here's what happens. Here's what happens, and here's why I get so yeah. mad. Why I'm the most thing I'm mad about right now is the finger pointing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And these guys from Comedy Bar trying to be like, whoa, and white people. Are they are, actually from Comedy Bar? Yeah, they're <laughs> like, all comedy like the, bar. They're all just they're the comedy ones that bar guys. Comedy bar. You know like I've never is. seen the Comedy Bar crew. Like, oh, you've seen them. Have you've I? Seen them. They don't show it us. Sure. Well, that, yeah, that could be anybody. <laughs> you you go to Comedy them. Bar, you, you bump into them. anybody. For sure. Look, I'll do like they all go, hey, yo, folks. So that was. Do they have the kind of same kind of like cadence and like. Yeah, like Ryan Dillon and stuff. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay? You know what I mean? Come right. talk to me in two months if you're mad about me saying that. But remember, I'm going to ask you what his name was. Because you definitely know how to hashtag it. Let's see if you remember in two wow. months. Um, That's firing shots. Yeah, man. Here's the one thing that, that, that at the end of the day, and I said this has to be a bit more of a serious tone. And I'm not trying to act holier than thou because yeah. they can listen to 68 other episodes where me and Natish do Chinese accents. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not trying to say that. Here's my stance on that. Yeah, if that's not to do, by the way. Here's, I, here's I, my stance on that. If okay. we want to get serious. Yeah, 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 for Patrice O'Neill 
my man, my number one. I don't even like comedy. I really like, seriously, anytime I watch comedy, it's still like doing homework. That's the only guy in history. It's not doing homework. I love him. Love him with all my heart. Patrice is the guy who just, man, let people talk. Let people, his message was so beautiful. And one of the things he said is the worst thing we can do for racism right now, the worst thing we can do moving forward is we're getting so offended that we can't do racial roasts anymore. He goes, I can't, I, he goes, I hate hanging out with white people right now because they beat around the bush too much. And they're like, oh, you know, I mean, obviously as a white guy, my experience is there's, he's like, there has to be a whole preface. And he goes, oh, 10 years ago, we used to just be like ripping on our Chinese yeah. friend, ripping yeah, on this man. guy. And he goes, that's how we grow you is just, being able to yeah. all roast. And because there's a difference, that's bro. And, that's yeah. me and your yeah. relationship. Listen, you Did can you see show- the roast of Sammy Davis Jr.? With- with, with um, Don Rickles and all those guys, I've no, seen a bit of it. That's a it, that is a, it's a banger. But the racial, racial, it goes too far. Because yo, here's the thing. I think you can, it, it goes, you it can goes love way too far. That was you can love your fellow man, but when it comes to comedy, there's it's no holds, holds bar. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think I, I agree. No I agree. limit. Yeah, and it, it, you, it's and about testing the limit. If you're going to try and play that card. This is what I'm saying. I'm coming for heads when we come back. Mm. Because if you were trying to play that card and point all these fingers out, you do the silliest, goofiest comedy. I'm not talking about just one guy. I'm talking about, about yeah. a bunch of these guys that are trying to be like, <laughs> pointing yeah. fingers, and they're the people that would love to see somebody get canceled. Like, they didn't learn anything from Shanti. You dare me to pull four U2s right now? I could. Yeah. yeah. I could. I could cancel four people right now, but guess what? I hate canceling. It's not in my blood. It's not. Even if you, my you gotta let it play out. Dude. You gotta let it play out. I wouldn't out. share that. You gotta let it play out. And here's the thing too: is I, I, while I do condone and I'll fight for comedians to be able to say whatever they want on stage, because you don't know what's funny until you say it out loud, right? You gotta practice it and work through it. But you can say whatever you want, but you have to be willing to be held accountable for the things that come out of your mouth afterwards. Absolutely. So you could say whatever you want, but just be prepared to deal with whatever consequence comes as a result of what you're saying. So even though I will fight for you to be able to say the N-word and call me the N-word from stage point at me, I can't be held responsible if I decide to punch you in the head in the parking lot after the show. You see what I'm saying? But I will fight for you to be able to work through it. Because you know what? There's been a lot of funny racial humor. Louis C.K. has said some phenomenally funny things. And just picking up with And and at the end of the day, to me, funny is funny. It doesn't matter, you know what I mean, whatever the context. If you're intelligent enough. And just but I mean, everybody's is. trying That's to be funny. Not Nobody's bankers. trying. Not bankers. You can make okay, racial don't humor. Don't, don't, I, don't, I, I, I want to I get on. back to this. You can, yes. make, you can make racial humor, yeah. but you don't. It's a joke. That's the thing. You don't. Yeah. Once it's done, the joke is done. Yes. You don't take that into the streets. Yeah. and Shoot God, a black guy because of the jokes you heard. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. You have to learn to separate humor and reality. Right. You know. But I think I think most comics. Aren't they trying? Aren't they? Don't they separate the two? They don't live in a world. You would hope so. You would, right? yeah. You would hope so, but there's a lot of racist people that are just. Oh, that they're just trying to spew their hateful, their hateful message. Can you explain the bankers thing? Just quickly, do it. Do it before your cigarette. Yeah. Okay. Please, please, please. Because we're in the flow. People who are listening are like, tell us. Yes. Yes. Here's what it is from my point of view. Okay. Why? I get it though. Why I'm so angry is that Bankus isn't trying to be funny. And when I see his videos, he could say, yeah, I am. But I'm like, no, you're not. You know that you're just pushing buttons. You know you're just agitating. And if this wasn't the case, you wouldn't be so proud that 15 people walked out. Now, this is the problem that JJ had at the start of his career, and he doesn't anymore. And this is a problem that a lot of these young white comics, mainly white comics. Also, explain what Bankers did after. But not all white. I will explain what Bankers did after. They get... 
they look up to Jason Rouse, they look up to Aaron Berg, and they just don't get it. And they think they hold on to an identity. People that we know, people that we know really well that perform at this club, all of a sudden are like, man, I keep bombing, I keep bombing. And then they're edgy, and they're happy just because they get a reaction. And they think, yo, I'm being like Aaron Berg. Do you know what I mean? And let me explain it to you like this, because I like speaking in metaphors. Here's what Ben Bankus is doing right now. Ben Bankus always makes it very clear who's influencing him at the time. I don't mean any offense by that, but you see Ben Bankus very clearly go through phases. It was the weed guy before, then the Scarborough guy, and right now he's trying to be Aaron Berg. Aaron Berg legitimately donated money to Black Lives Matter yesterday. Aaron Berg's being very quiet because Aaron Berg actually does care for these. What he does on stage and what he does off stage is different. Ben Bankus right now, have you ever had an outdoor cat? Yeah. Ben Bankus is Aaron Berg's outdoor cat. You know when you have an outdoor cat and it comes home and it brings mice yeah, into the house yeah. and it's a dirty uh, dead rat yeah. or it's a dirty it's bird? Snakes. And it's like, look what I brought for you. And you're like, I never asked yeah. for this. <laughs> ben Bankus is putting on that show in the park so that he hopes that show doesn't go well. So that he can tell Aaron Berg, two cops showed up and I said the N-word. Did I do good? I'm doing that show, so, so I'll, police, I'll police it for you. I want it to go will. well. You know? Of course but, you will. Would, yeah. you, would, you call him? would you call him out on something? If he does something racist. Yeah. But right now, if you look in his comments, he's like, I've already had 15 people delete me. He thinks that he's making those people proud. He's dropping, he's the cat dropping the dead mouse in the house and he's like, look what I did. I did it. I'm like you, right? I walked 15 people. So you're like, trying to say that there's no actual basis behind what he's doing, that there's no sustenance. I'm trying it's to say stop trying to looking for reactions. Reaction. People for deleting reaction. you and that doesn't make you Aaron Berg and Jason Rouse. It Racially opportunistic. Opposite. Because a lot of the comedy Which community... Which is what JJ did with White Guys, White White guys, guys Matter. Matter. And a lot of the comedy community respects Jason Rouse. We respect Jason Rouse. He's our friend. We were with him the whole time in L.A. We respect... Aaron he, Berg. he posted something today, but that it was it wasn't offensive. It, it was, wasn't, of course. It was sad with it was that's like, who yeah, he yeah. is. But we respect Aaron Berg. What Bankus doesn't understand, and what a lot of these guys don't understand when they go controversial and they're like, "I walked into there four people," and they start getting proud of that, is they think that they're an Aaron Berg and stuff, and you're not. Because here's the difference, and this is why I want to say it. And I'm like, if you can't hear it in person, I'll say it right now. It's like, bro, as a friend, as somebody who knows truly, you have a good heart and you're a funny guy. This ain't it. This ain't it. To be Aaron Berg, you got to have most of the. Did you talk to him about this? Yeah, I've tried to. Really? You've what did, had what most, did he say? He, does, he doesn't. He, I'm just jealous. That's what he told me. I'm really? just jealous. Most of the comedians. <laughs> of ben Banks? Bro, most of the comedians right now are looking at you like we're like, disappointed. What are you doing? Yeah. So are you do what? You're doing this for ten percent of the community? You're doing this for what? Who are you doing this for? Who are you doing this for, man? This ain't it. You're better than that. Stop. That's unfortunate. Stop being proud I, that you I like walked Bankus. people. I like Bankus. Me and Bankus party Bankus. together. I love Bankus. I love Bankus with all my yeah. heart. I love him like a brother. Yeah. And that's why I use the. I have the respect to say his name right now. Yeah, but especially and also, if he's looking for a reaction, there you go, bro. Someone said your name on a podcast. Yeah, but you know, it's yeah. it's you know? it's also too. You know, I'm a black man, right? And as much as I love, I, I have like I said before. I had no idea you were a black man. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, well, I've <laughs> never I've never noticed that. No, ever once. No, and no. I've been friends with you for almost ten years, and I've never noticed until you just said it. Right you never now noticed I was black. That you're black. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, and if you how jacked you are. And then you're like, yeah, fuck genetics. It's got to be. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be. The he must be black. Let's take a closer look at his genes. Until you told me that you got all your abs today by doing 100 push-ups. Yeah. And then I was like, why doesn't that happen to white guys? That's not fair. <laughs> then it comes out, right? Then all of a sudden you realize the differences, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I understand your black struggles. Yeah. I stand beside you. Hold yeah. up. How did you get abs so fast? Yeah, it's, it's 
quick That's twitch. not fair, it's though. A, it's a quick twitch fiber muscles, really, you know. Is it because black body takes in creatine better or something? I just, I need to understand. I need to understand why is this the way it is? Just is, man. Just is. Just the genetics. That's legitimately some white guys right now. Oh, 100 percent. I just don't get it. I don't get why it can't be about us too. Yeah, that's that's weird too. When white guys just, just, I just wish I had your body, man. Just like with you black guys, you black guys, you know, you, oh, you black guys. Let me see your dick. Oh shit, like, you know. Is that hard? That's not even hard. Like, oh, is, man. is it true what they say about the brothers? That's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. What's true what they say about the brothers? Uh, They're dead. I was like, how do you answer that, bro? It's like, yeah, but, you know, why are you asking? Like, you know what I'm saying, bro? fucking hilarious. Um, what was I going to say? Like, <laughs> But is it true what they say about the brothers? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want to get there, let me can talk about it. Not everybody. Not, not, mine's just it's a good just size. To you, know what I'm I just, you don't have to answer that. I, 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 I will say this, though, uh, too, to, uh, to prove your insecurity uh, point now that I actually think about it I'm like God, that's so much so, pressure on you guys, right? Yeah, so many of my black that's friends. Yo, shut up. This is, a, I, this is literally a joke that I have. There's a whole joke that I have about so the pressure. Many, and I'm saying yes. that so many of my friends are always like, I mean, I don't know. I'm average. And I'm like, I know way more white guys that love to tell people they have a big dick than yeah. black guys. Yeah. 100%. I, I black so guys many don't white like friends. talking about it. Yeah. Because you're getting so much pressure on you guys. I don't know. That, I no, can't imagine th living with that kind of pressure. There's black guys that will brag about or having a big dick. Or even just carrying it around. But if, that's the thing. Is if they brag about having a big dick, they got a big dick, man. Yeah. yeah. Because they it's just assumed. No, they just want the pressure. Because it's already assumed that that's, you have a big dick. Yeah. And if you're saying it out loud, they're like, oh, he for it sure has one. Yeah, yeah. Do you get like, <laughs> Do you get like lower back pain and stuff like that? My dick's not that big. My dick's six inches. Soft. No. What? <laughs> Yo, I got like a normal, a normal dick. I tell this story. I tell this story on. It was one but of the. But it's two hundred pounds is by itself. It's no, heavy. I mean with the it's dick and the balls. Oh, that's why. Yes, you're right. Nah, I'm just, dick, look, I'm just trying to understand. So it's dick and balls together. Dick and balls together. It probably weighs like a pound and a half. <laughs> Take like you know what I'm saying? Maybe two pounds, right? <laughs> like shit. Like, remember you told me about how you used to like. I remember I told you about one girl in particular. You know, uh, it's the girl, and you're like, she's all right, she's all right. But you're like, but you could tell she's got a fat pussy. And you were talking about it like you were weighing it on yeah, a scale. You're like, that's, that's so a funny. two, three pounds. That's no, a two pound like, pussy. How no. do you weigh pussy? <laughs> you're right. That was the joke, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She told me she had a big. She told me that she had a heavy pussy. And it was, yeah. eh? It was yeah. It was but like, the but it was fat. Like, like, how it was do you like know it's heavy? Right. Yeah. I'm like, like, what kind of scale did you use to weigh it? How right? do you even do that? Yeah. That's so so that's I'm just joke. like, yeah. So I'm just like, fuck it. I'm like, you know who has a fat one? Chromas. Who's Chromas? She has a fat one. How do you Chromas know she has a fat has one? A... Yeah. Do you put a scale on it? You no. Can just tell. You can tell one when she wears a bikini. You, like you can really tell. I like big fat pompons. I like Chromas. Who the fuck is Chromas? How do you know She's the first lady of Toronto. Really? <laughs> first lady of Toronto. <laughs> she's a Toronto her. rapper. She's a girl. Yeah? yeah. And it's nice? Girl. Yeah, she's mint. She's not bad. She's real hot. How do we go from talking about like politically charged <laughs> issues? Because we're comedians <laughs> and it always comes back to dicks. <laughs> it always comes back yeah, to this, dicks. The second dicks and stuff <laughs> got brought up, it was like, man, we can't. We don't, and that literally goes have back to what I'm saying. Have you guys been getting laid? Well, you're in a relationship, so you I've get, been getting laid yeah, steadily. Been I have a question, though. physically touched a girl I have a months. question, though. Yeah. You think... I know it's fucked up. And it's, I know you don't want to get into this and all this, but, like... Please, go ahead. Because we're just talking about how... Or the do we need shit. to let him go... go uh, no, no, I don't know. Just, like... Why would I not want to get into this and you're, like... Because I want to make a joke. I'm going to make a joke about... Because you're not going to want like, the people riding and shit. Like, you know, oh, like, dude, if it's about dicks, though, too, like, I mean... Is, is I make it in my, good I taste, though? Like, only for your, your sake, like, you know, you know, like... Dude, there's people, right like, I'm watching some of these Instagram videos of, of 
like the stash that these guys went home with. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, like, I don't no, mind like, like, like clothes yeah. and like these guys robbed every f- like every outlet yeah. and they got the yeah. freshest shoes. One guy put on his Instagram video like um, he got like 16 pairs of shoes, a Montclair jacket. He got an Apple computer. Why did they put that on Instagram? I know he I took it. He took his he took his mask off too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's guys that stole so much. And what does that have to do about the dicks though? I f- yeah, I, I forgot the, where I was, was gonna go. That? I had, I had a joke in that? my head. I had a joke <laughs> in my head. But before the show, you told me like we didn't want to make jokes <laughs> about like, certain tell things. Us a good no, dick no, no. Joke. I know it was no, so good, but it's gone. It's gone. This guy. <laughs> I know, bro. It's gone. No, bro. I, the joke. The, what I meant by the only thing I was trying to make sure we don't make jokes is, and this is because me and you are friends, and it goes down. It's like because of what's going on right now. No, it's this. There's it's like we've things. made we've made jokes all the time where you're like, you know what I mean. You don't even mean it. I know you don't mean it because you know me well. But like, you'll be like, it's just, and I can't even blame you, man. You see the opening, you gotta take the shot. Where you'll be like, yeah, but that's your white privilege or something like that. Where yeah. I'm like, right now, if we're gonna talk, like, let's just make not make jokes about that. Let's be very clear. Yeah. But like, man, we can always make I, dick jokes. Yeah, I honestly, about, always make and about the forever. dick jokes too. Forever. Straight up, this is just dead what? serious. Like, part of where, Sorry. like, I just forgot what my I'm confidence. <laughs> part of where my confidence does come from, maybe too, is I legitimately am a white guy with a big dick, though. <laughs> to me, so I don't I care. I, I don't care it, about but you that. See, but that's that's that's, un- that's maybe unfair that's why, pressure maybe for that's me, why bro. I don't have the white insecurity. That's, that's unpressure. That's unfair pressure for me, bro. Don't bro, I'm average. Are you? Yeah. You do? Yeah. I'm okay. Not, I'm not walking around but with that a big... Nobody's expects and you to be fucking that's like what I'm massive. I'm like, you know what I'm saying, Take bro? this in. Take this in. You <laughs> that sucks see... too, you know? Yo, you want to see something that blow my mind? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. If it somebody's doesn't, like exactly right. what I thought. Like, yeah. Check this, though. Uncircumcised. What? That blows his mind. That blows his mind. Why does that blow your mind that you're uncircumcised? You found out in L.A. and he for two hours he wouldn't let it go. What? I not believe it, bro. Why does that blow your mind? I, you're, I uncir- you're uncircumcised. I, I said it to you the other day, but I'm like, he's I circumcised. I'm uncircumcised. I'm circumcised. Oh, you're uncircumcised. I'm uncircumcised. Yeah. that blows your mind too. I didn't know a brown people were uncircumcised. Are you uh, circumcised? Yeah, I'm circumcised. Me but too. Here's the, here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> so there is a racial divide. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going for that. But I, put it up. I couldn't leave the man. <laughs> these guys just oh, dabbed each other. Like, oh my god. These guys like, just dabbed each other up. Okay. No. But, um, <laughs> All my brothers are not circumcised. I'm the only one of my brothers that is. So did you have to get that later? That usually is a sign that you had to get it later. You know what I think? You don't want to know what my theory is? You probably didn't get that when you were a baby. That no, I did. I got it when I was a kid. Well, as far as I can remember. Oh, yeah. man. I really want to you know, know you what your know, theory you know is. You know what my theory is? Yeah, please. Speak. All my brothers have huge dicks. No. How do you know that? They're my brothers. I've seen them all naked. And they're bigger than yours? Shouldn't genetics be like you have the same one? It no, should. that's not how genetic works. Everybody's different. Everybody's Genetics different. works like that. But Just like how weed fucks up everybody. Theory. Everybody's theory. dick comes in different. Maybe my mom was like, his dick's not as big as the others. Let's circumcise it to make it look pretty. Ooh. But she wouldn't know. All dicks are small when they start. Aren't all baby dicks just like baby dicks? But I'm sure you could tell what's gonna be a fucking a fucking. Hammer. I don't think you can t- start telling until they start getting boners. You don't think? No, you couldn't tell before that. Can you? My brothers all had fucking big swinging dicks when they were like seven and eight years old, man. That's yeah. hilarious. My younger brother used to fucking make fun that, of me all dude. the time. He'd be like, ah, Tony, my dick's bigger than yours. <laughs> <laughs> we were kids. We were kids. I wasn't offended. I'm just like, I'm going to get you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 it's like now getting older, I'm like, fuck you, man. Like, Because now yeah. it matters. We're playing for points now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, 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 it's unexpected. Funny, but dude. here's the thing is I fuck well. Of course, and when you don't have thing. a huge dick, I you don't have, have to fuck better. Dick. You see, here's the thing: I exercise and ha- 
seventy percent of the reason that I exercise is to have core strength to hold women up. Can and I? That's the thing with me. I do have a big dick, but I have troubles getting it hard and cry most times when I finish. So honestly, it's all about balance. It's true. It's true. No, no. It's can I? Can balance. I explain something? Since yeah. for yeah. this last six months since I've been working out, dude. How, nothing, how good is nothing will make it hard. A hundred percent, dude. <laughs> nothing is better. It Try makes, it. dude. I Jack am Cameron fucking style. the best I've ever How's fucked. Your stamina Never. stamina How's is your the stamina? best. Self confidence. I can. Let me just tell you this. I can pussy? run yeah. for five k without yeah. stopping. Okay. For fi- for, for so all I'm saying is, bro, uh, the man's uh, been marathon. I, I'm <laughs> out here. I'm out here, bro. I swear to God. 70% of the reason the all other core. Is, is, is to like stay in shape, but it's all about the core. For sure, dude. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And what I do, like I got moves that I do with the women too, right? <laughs> so the one, the one is when I like, you know, like if she's like short enough, I'll, you know, I'll hold her torso and I'll do like a swinging momentum, smashing her pelvis while I'm holding her up into my like midsection, right? And she, like, you're completely holding her yeah, in the air. Yeah, completely holding her up. And, just, and if what? for people, this that's is a podcast. The, that's the shit that people, makes white not, people People who are just listening? Yes. He's a jack black He's a guy. Jack, yes. <laughs> this is, if this was a video, you'd turn some white guys racist. <laughs> hey, man, don't hate the player. Hate the dick. Right? <laughs> um, but I hold them, and, and, and that's what I do. But I don't stop, dude. I do it for like a solid like 15 minutes to the point where 15 like, minutes? Yeah. Standing? Because it's my workout. That's insane. That's I treat it like a workout. So I How do you even stay hard for 15 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I don't know what kind of dumpster pussy you've been fucking. What average? What's the average time that you fuck for? No, when I'm in a zone, um, the top. longest would be... Oh, the average? Average. average. 10, 15. That's, that's respectable. That's pretty good. But yeah. I'm saying, but when it's like a girl that I really, really like, I'm number one to get real, like, I'll do like candles and stuff and I can put in like an hour and a half of like yeah. slow pumps. I Literally, I, dude, I can do an hour of yeah. slow pump, slow pump, slow yeah. pump. And then the last 10 seconds, it's just like, I cheat. But if I'm pumping away, like, oh man. But you know what? I'm good at taking breaks and I'm really good at distracting my mind. You know what I do a lot if I'm trying to go for a while? Is like I smash and I just look at the color of paint on the wall <laughs> and I just think about that. I think really? about how it how long it probably took to dry. Isn't that I think about the color. About? Do you are you always there? Are you always I'm always tw- in it. I don't think about it. I, for twenty seconds, then I come back. Cause now and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this. Because now especially after I used to, but especially after working out and stuff, I don't need to do that anymore. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just my body's just like, have fun, enjoy it. You yeah, know what I mean? Have, have some fun I, out there. Here's a good 20 it. minutes. You, you know what it. I mean? Your body's saying you deserve yeah, it. Yeah, here's a good 20 minutes. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> you know? It's all right. I, I come fast first every time, and then I just give her. I, my dick always stays hard, like when I'm done. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. It still so blows my mind to this day. I, come, I still don't fully believe it. I always tell her, I say, the, that was like, when I'll be like, ah, nothing. That was for me, right? But then I'll keep going, and then it'll just stay hard, and I don't feel anything. And then I'm completely on cruise control. So my dick is still hard, but it's completely numb. I don't feel that's a that's selfishness. Thing. That's selflessness to the T. That's well, what we need more of. That's women are the best, bro. After I come, after a couple more pumps, I'm like, get me out of here. <laughs> I mean, I'm it's good, gooey. bro. <laughs> Listen, there's a couple. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Wait, what's your average? It. What's your average? Honestly, now, yeah, honestly, I can go for a good 25, 30 if she lets me. I believe <laughs> you. Know? Does she stop you sometimes? Do you guys the, go so long that she's like, I have. This when they happened, say she's this sore, this happened recently. Many times. This only started happening a couple times recently, yeah. but before I started, like six months ago, okay, mm-hmm. seven months ago, before I started any of this health shit, yeah. mm-hmm. okay, I would say my average was like 
seven minutes, if that. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah, I was bad. I was out of shape. I was fat. You know what I mean? And you were you were like, beat, I didn't give a shit. Beat when you were done. Doesn't though, mean right? he doesn't. Yeah, want I wasn't to even beat. Like, I wasn't even beat. You, you know what I mean? Like I just didn't care. The work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were grabbing I mean? a snack, and now you're having the full meal. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Now I'm just like, dude, like. How do you want it? How many positions do you want to do? We can do everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, you How have a list and feel stuff. To have that freedom? Don't you dude, feel lighter? it's amazing. I was telling Don't this you just guy. Feel lighter, dude. The other day, I did like even just doing drugs. I did acid and mushrooms the other day. How much coke? No, no coke. I, I'm not nah. big on the coke game. Mm-hmm. But I did, ah, I did acid and mushrooms. I've been 150 days, bro. Listen, what happened at Nubian show? That was pre. <laughs> uh, that was a hundred. That was over 150 <laughs> days. <ago. laughs> I know, but that was in the New Year. Since the New Year's. Yeah, the I was New Year's I did tons is with you for sure. Or with, or I should have, but I just got too. I did. I was doing it. That was the last time I ever did it. No, listen to this. Yeah. Okay, when I was on acid and mushrooms, yeah. okay, yeah. the other, the other day, I could breathe better. Yeah, man. Like yeah. when I was doing acid and mushrooms before, I felt the extra forty pounds on my chest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. everything's like, labored. Your breathing was now. Labored. I'm just like I got. I feel like I feel superhuman. I'm like, let's go for a run. I want to do athletic mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. when I'm high yeah, as fuck. You know what I mean? Anytime you want, bro. I go. I bought a bike and I go at least six k every day. That's you know what I mean? You know up what? up and downhill. It's amazing. I'm honestly proud of you, bro. Thanks, bro. You know, like, like I fucking I love, I love to see people taking care of themselves. Like you know what I mean? I'm not always in the best shape because I'm gonna go downstairs for a cigarette in a second. Mm-hmm. Pretty but good the shape. The point is, the point is, is that what if it gets to be too much? I know what I have to do in order to reduce. For that. sure. I yeah, won't yeah. let it get to a point where I'll never let I'll never get back to that again. After this, just, it was just so much work. Course. I'll never get to that again. Let me go to the bathroom. The best the best part is like when I'm. I, I go downhill to go to the gym mm. and I have to bike uphill home and I'm fucking lapping motherfuckers because mm. I put my bike on mm. the lightest fucking gear mm. and that means my fucking hammies mm. have to fucking put in work and I, I don't stop and I'm fucking getting past people who are walking up the hill and shit. Nice. That's the best feeling. Do you always you make know? sure that you get a sweat? Because one of the things that For I sure. do, I, I if, if I'm not sweating, it's not working. Okay. For sure. Yeah, well, you're right? in better shape so than me, so it takes more to get longer. you sweating. Now, with yeah, that, yeah. now it's like that, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? But those first sweats, like the first week, every time I sweat, I know I'm just burning the excess stuff off. And then you Fuck get down yeah. to that core stuff. Like yeah, there's yeah. a heavy shit that you got to start removing. But there's yeah, bro. this initial like burn off that you need to get, right? So you're going to sweat really fast. For, like, if my shirt week, isn't wet, it hasn't been it's not legit. Working. It's yeah, not yeah. working. You know? So, yeah, dude. I'm, I'm glad. What, so what made you actually like what made you decide to take those steps? Because you've been talking about this from before when I said I was going to start doing the personal training. Oh, yeah, I remember. Which, by I the remember. way, I'm sorry, bro. But no, it's all good. I just realized I don't like training people. Yeah, yeah no, I, 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 got, I, got, I left for a minute, and it's like I've come back to a I Joe Rogan it. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you guys no, are legitimately like sponsored by supplements already. And we just want to oh, shout, shout out to Astropic. We shout haven't given them, them a shout out That yet. is a supplement, too. Yeah. Marijuana helps in muscle memory. But no, I only did it because like I, I told myself on my 20, I was like, it was around my 29th birthday when I started. I was like, yo, before I turn 30, yeah. I want to experience what it feels like to be fit. Because I've never been fit in my life. Mm. I've just been average and then fat. I never know what it feels like to have abs or to be able to run and jump or, you know, and just like be able. I want to be able to play with my nephew. You know what I mean? Mm. And before I turn 30, I, I don't want to be a fat fuck anymore. And that's all it is. Such a 90s like movie reason. I just want to be able to play with my kid, man. <laughs> Not even my kid, <laughs> you know my mean? nephew. You I want to play I mean? catch with my son. It's Dude. such like, the, you know what I mean? The, nah, it's the best fat <laughs> inspirational story. I just looked and there was two pizzas on the table and I thought about my nephew and I was like, I want to be able to run with You guys, him. you will never and understand. I put down, I it's, put just down, like, it's just like, you know, if you've so never been fat, if you've never been fat, yeah, <laughs> it's just like the race thing. If you've never been fat, you'll never understand a fat guy's struggle. No, 100%. And here's, gonna sound weird but 
when people are overweight, I don't feel bad. Like, you know, Man, just, you're, you're really on the right podcast. I really don't feel bad for you only because it's like. I don't either. I just feel bad for myself. Yeah, it's like it's more like here's the thing. If you're happy, I have not no problem. But if you're like, oh, I'm this and I'm that. It's I just do like just because we are trying to be like straightforward. And like yes. I do, like I was saying, I'm trying to be more open to all sides and stuff like that. So truthfully, even in the past week, I've changed. That a hard one for me. It is. Yeah. But hear me out on this. Like yeah. I also I can say I would go on record that like I do feel bad for anybody who would have to smash Lizzo because she's so <laughs> she's so big that it would crush you. That's a, I don't understand. To be honest with you, if I can be honest, she makes me upset. Right, right. I just it's she fl- it's unnecessary. It's, it's too it's, much, it's too it's, much. Dude, dude. If you struggle at the Lakers, if you struggle game. to get out of your chair, you need to put in work. Well, here's the thing: is people okay? are always like, and we don't need to applaud that. that you no. are and all this kind of absolutely, stuff. absolutely fine. But here, there's, there's, there's a point where it's like this has nothing to do with with vanity. This is health. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're too much, you're putting too much stress on your body, like mm-hmm. your body. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like. It's not supposed to be like that. Love we talked about it. You love who you are, but take care of if you love yourself. If you truly love yourself, take care of yourself. And that's yeah, it. That's, and it's just if, and that's how I feel about it. Like you know what I mean? If you truly love yourself, like you know what I mean? And I don't even talk about you. Even when you were a little more chubby, like that's I look at thirty that. pounds you were never fat. Obese. I was obese. I'm still obese. now. I'm fat. I was obese. Trust me. I've I've done the scale. Didn't look, I, I buddy. I was I was two forty. I looked at your body structure and just thought to myself, fuck, what a waste. Only because if I had that much body fat. Oh, Are you crazy? Ba- Look at my finish. body fat. I have the most muscle mass out of everybody. Look, 145. If I had as much fat as you to work with, I'd have turned it all into fucking muscle. Bro. That's what I'm doing right now. I but swear to God. But you're down first. No, I've been. Yes, you are. You're 105. Now, you were now. Just said I wish I was 110. You don't turn fat. It's 210. That's what I meant. 210. Because my, my ideal body weight to be ripped yeah. is 180. 25 pounds away because I have a lot of fat on uh, me. I don't know if I'd want to see you at 180. Oh, 180, I'm going to turn fat into muscle. I'd How much do you weigh right now? I weigh, fuck, I don't know, two, 205, I'd say. 205. Okay. How we tall weigh the are same. 5'10, five, 5'11. Five, five, I'm taller than you. We, yeah, you're a little bigger than me, but that's muscle. Is it? Dude, your yeah, biceps are fucking huge, bro. Really, eh? Really, yeah. eh? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I swear to God, dude, I swear to I don't know what I do. I do construction every day. My arms are always getting. You worked. go to the gym. You work out still. I don't go to the work. When's the last time I've been to the gym? I, uh, let me check your face, goes because you post go it. You go post ahead. it every single yeah, time. When's the, the last time you took a mirror exactly. selfie? Exactly. When I go, I post. When's the last time you post? <laughs> that's gym. fair. That's right? fair. Yeah, that's fair. It's that's been three months. Hilarious. No, bro, I haven't been in a while. Yeah, it really does come down to though. It's like, you feel better. You For feel sure. better. You know what I mean? Th- that's a bonus if you can like get Jack too. But it's like. You got to do it just to feel better. And that's what we talked about last week. I'm like, we're not even mad at fat girls. We're mad at fat girl energy. And you can be a skinny girl and still have the like, I don't want to. But most yeah. girls that allow themselves to get to four, four or 500 pounds, it's because you also have fat girl energy. Yeah, that's just that, like, that's what I was gonna say before you know, is, is, um, guys have fat girl energy too. Just drop yeah, the fat girl energy. Yeah. I don't feel bad for people that because it's just it's, it's, it's a problem you can fix. You know what I mean? Like if, it like is. if you were born with a deformity, something happened, and this is your. But there's thyroid problems. There is there sure, there is cases sure. that that can happen. Okay, but that's a case by case basis. But there's but still people that I know that have thyroid problems, and they're like, I have a thyroid problem, and I'm like, I've never seen you eat anything but McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. When was the last time I ate they McDonald's? They use it as a crutch. It's so an don't, don't, you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. don't try and make me feel bad where it must be so easy being in shape. And you're like, yeah, I also haven't had McDonald's in six years. But, yo, you know it takes – the thing is, as a fat guy, it takes, get, it, it takes fucking work and discipline. To get past know? that. Absolutely. To get past day. that. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, I have to because why would I just throw away all this work by mm-hmm. just eating? when you eat unhealthy now? 
no. Now I'm like, I earn it. You know what I mean? And I love salads. There's, it's, it's delicious, salad bro. Yes, yes. You, can, you, you just got to know how to make nice. your food. Yeah, bro. You can set yeah. up a nice salad. It's just, you yeah. can't be, it, it's, it's, you have to, you got to put in some work for healthy food. There's for not sure. a lot of options that you can just walk in unless you want to pay and more there's money. There's no way to do it by you know? just working out or just eating. You have to do a combination of living healthy you and working. You have to change your lifestyle, lifestyle, bro. Yeah, yeah it's a it lifestyle change. It's a lifestyle. Bro, it's the same thing as quitting drinking or anything like that. It's like you cannot continue to be who you were if you're going to quit drinking for a month. You need to switch your lifestyle up. You know? It's a lifestyle. And there's there's things in your lifestyle that you know. Let me ask you a question because you're done with substances, right? Like for like illicit substances, right? Um, How'd you get there? Because you know what, man? If uh, I can be honest with you, like I've it's it, I've moderated myself, but it's steady. It, every, you, I can guarantee you every you the weekend process. I'm going skiing. Let me tell you the process. Every I'm weekend I'm going skiing. <laughs> Let me tell you the process I'm right. going through. Okay, it went from the first 30 days <clears throat> where you miss it. Yeah. It went to 60 days, 90 days, you know, and you're like, man, I still kind of am tempted and stuff like that. Mm. To me, realizing that, especially with something like cocaine, there's, yeah. I'll be tempted for the rest of my life. Yeah. No matter what. If I don't do cocaine for another 10 years, if I ever walk into a room and I see cocaine cut up on a table, it will yeah. always be a beautiful sight to me. But is the difference is, yeah. is now what started to happen in the past month and a half, now that I'm at six months of not doing it, right? is I fear it. I fear the drinking and I fear that because it's like your mind blocks out a lot of memories mm. or it puts, it, 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 it yeah. sugarcoats your memories yeah. too. To make you think that it wasn't that bad. That three to four months after me being sober, stories started coming back in my head and things started coming back in more detail where you're like, holy. Yeah. And it's like, that's not me at yeah. all. Yeah. So now I now look at cocaine where before I'd be like, I've had so many good nights on it. You know what I mean? Tonight could be another one. And now I'm more looking at it on the other side where I'm like, if I see it, I'm like, I think about all the bad, bad things, things. And I'm like, and I don't like, want I don't it to be that. Deal with that. And it's hard in the first 30 days. It's hard in the first 60 days to realize that until you fully changed your lifestyle that you start looking back. And I'm like, man, there's stories that like... That, 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 and when I get back into stand-up, I think I'm going to start telling a lot more of these stories because it holds me accountable where I can say, like, look at all the crazy stuff I did, but I used to do cocaine. And I think that's positive to say, like, I don't do it anymore, and now I can say these crazy stories. But if do I go back to it after saying all those crazy do stories... Do you think you ever will? Uh, man, you know what? It's like, or right now it, I'm not yeah. tempted. Right now I say everything, but if I'm being completely honest, I think there's a 95% chance I'll do cocaine again in my life. <laughs> But when I'll, you say I'll that, do it. You I'll might, do it again in my life, but I'm not. I don't do it. But I'm I don't think. But he never looked point, for the like, same. I realize yeah. it's also what people go looking for, and that's that's where it's your personal struggle. What I was looking for in that, you're looking for a party, and I wasn't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was looking escape. to feel. Um, for me, it was like I, I felt like you know it made people like me, and it made me really? like it made me like myself more. You know what I mean? It made me not judge myself. And being sober for a while, and even right now, I'm doing a lot of judgment on myself. I'm pointing a lot of fingers at myself, but it's good because you can make those progress where you're like, man, why are you like that? And I realize, like, how can I change? But if I'm drinking and doing blow, you're like, you start making that progress, and then you drink or do blow, and you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm also the greatest in the world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, see, you never need to think that. You see, there's a It's so tacky, too. I just yeah. fell into a habit of when I did it where it's just like, I'd always only want to do it around women, right? And then I still got like I I've told myself that lie still about drinking. I've been drinking six months, and it's not like I'm trying to go for a year or whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, I'll drink if it's around a girl. But I've done that before, and next thing you know, I'm drinking every single day again. Yeah, it just starts the whole thing, and so you really got to keep it in the back of your mind and ask yourself if it's even worth it, or you know, 
But you're saying even 95% chance, you know, you're going to do it again. Because I, I can just see like somewhere. And for me, it's like if alcohol, alcohol changes everything. You know what I realized what it was? It's like you think, I think that it's like, man, it's like the alcohol. I got to quit drinking and that wasn't helping and it wasn't this. And what I realized, I'm like, it never was the alcohol to me. It was never anything to me, but the holy trifecta, the mm. sun, the spirit, the holy spirit, the sun, the God, the holy spirit, which is alcohol, cigarettes. And, and, and cocaine. Mm. And when I would quit drinking for 30 days, I'd feel clearer. And this is what always happens. You go like, yeah, man, I think I can get back into drinking. Yeah. You've seen me. Me and you have had these conversations where I go, yourself, it's all right. I start back lying to you. I go, I'm going to start being the type of guy that like, I have like two drinks every now and then. <laughs> then I'll have those two drinks and, and it starts like, reminding yeah. me what it feels like. But I go, but I remember it feeling a lot better. And then you drink more and then you're like, yeah, I kind of remember, but something's still missing. And then you have a cigarette and you're like, yeah, I kind of remember this part. And then blow comes out and you're like, I think that's it. And then you do it and you're like, yeah, this is what I miss. That's yeah. funny. I, I like that. That's it's your holy true. trinity. It's true. I think you know? for me, my holy trinity would be acid, weed. Oh, what were you alcohol. Say? No, not alcohol. No, no not at all. Mm -hmm. okay. I think it would be acid, weed, and then maybe mushrooms. Or and that's beautiful, and that's what I need <laughs> to recognize. Stress-free vaping, yeah. and that's what you need. <laughs> I can, that's I what you need you. to recognize is we need to build new holy trinities, I, and now just, mine's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the actual one, yep. God, the Bible. I'm just, I just got to abstain. Just have to abstain from substances. All substances. Well, yeah, you know, we're gonna wrap it up anyway. We're we're, okay, we're we gonna say. All right. No, I was gonna say all substances. No, I, I. <laughs> but you like, don't. You just don't. You don't look. You're, you're, you're able to do that. No, but at and one I point, need to be honest with myself and say I can't. At one point, like that summer, we were hanging out and doing a lot of blow. Oh yeah. Uh, my holy trinity would have been alcohol, blow, and Molly. But it never really caught you like that, though, eh? Like no. it never like. No, it but never it doesn't do the same for me, bro. Because no. I, I don't. The thing is, to really enjoy those, I say to really enjoy Molly or cocaine, you need alcohol. And alcohol, my Molly, whole you're life. You're supposed to drink alcohol when you do it. Oh, you have a better time if you did. Really? I didn't know that. But. Yeah, I, I for sure. Growing up and my experiences with alcohol, it's just alcohol doesn't. I, I have, I have a negative yeah, exactly. uh, outlook at alcohol. Really, you know what I mean? Because I grew up with my dad who was an alcoholic. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so since this, and that's since funny, I was though. a kid, it it put a, a, a stain on alcohol for me. And, mm -hmm. and that's weird too because it can do one or the it can do the other, right? It can yeah, exactly. Give you a negative perspective on it, or it can in, in, entice you to want to become a drinker. Sure. But the too, same right? way, I never had that. My my dad drinks all the time, but my dad has two drinks a day. I've never had to see a poor example of alcohol. What I'm saying is, is the way that he's been able to grow up and use your your dad pops up in your mind, and that makes you not attracted to alcohol it only started happening in the past month but stories start coming back to my head and i'm playing the same role for myself that your dad plays for you uh -huh. where i'm like don't be that guy yeah, i yeah. don't want to be that guy yeah. and you know what that's the beauty and that's why i come back to and i learned that so much more and so much things that i can control beyond just alcohol now i'm trying to change everything i don't watch pornography anymore there's a million different things mm. that i need to change i try and swear less i was swearing too much mm. i try and talk less behind people's backs there's all these things that you realize i got to change a million things yeah. and even though i am 30 you can teach an old dog new sure. tricks 100%. it's not too late just you know what i mean and for me i never want to be like a straight edge guy i never want to rely on it i just don't think i ever want to do blow again i hope mm. not i hope i never smoke cigarettes again do you know but i you hope that i can be? i hope that i can what, you know are what you I mean? striving are you striving for something or of you're, course or, or you are just kind of eliminating things until you figure out who it is that you're becoming no it's i am striving for something but, but do you know what it is or you just like the person you're becoming i know what it is i've always known what it is and it's a lot easier to get there in the past little while mm. 
to be able to stand back and see that you know sober but i'm saying i want i want to have a few drinks mm -hmm. when i do but right yeah. now i'm not even tempted but i'm proud of you man to be honest with you the last couple of conversations Sick. that's all i wanted it's just because you were talking about the body thing yeah. so i was like if we switch it i think i can get him yeah. a proud of you too <laughs> that's been this week's episode thank you to astro pink uh i thought i just wanted to know that you were proud of me there you go black guy's proud of me i'm not racist peace out toronto right, there you go. Yeah. but yo no but i but for real man i'm proud of you in the sense where it seems like well both of you you know what I'm saying? yeah not to take away your shine but no that's why we had you here like you guys are on the verge of a real big state of transcendence i'm almost envious in a way because you know what i mean sometimes i take like two steps forward or mm -hmm. i was go one step forward two steps back mm -hmm. i've taken a lot of steps forward than multiple steps black so to see like people in a state of transcendence where it's but like, it's all about balance right so like i still no, i'm still gonna do blow a drink in my life for some people there is no balance you know what i'm saying and yeah. that's and i had to realize and, i was that and, some person and, and i think that when you get to a precipice with certain substances then you have to realize that you cannot do this anymore yeah. this substance in particular is not for you because you've passed the point of moderation mm -hmm. so you're that's how i think about nothing. weed sometimes yeah so oh, you become yeah. an all or nothing kind of person mm -hmm. so you don't get the luxury of being able to have one and done that's you know such what a I'm good saying? point that's it's, such a, a it's good either point. one is too many and two or what is it two is never enough well, that's such a good way to put it yeah so, you know what i mean i know how it is so your experience might be different than mine it's just about how our biology is made yeah. up you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. so me looking at you guys and you saying what you're saying even though you're like 95 percent sure i'll do it again that's just being honest to. i don't want to I appreciate it, but i'm just being honest if you said otherwise i would be like cool cool well, i've been by well, shut up yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm i'd be like get out of here exactly, especially exactly. as comedians our lifestyle is too like it's crazy it's man that that it's lifestyle 100 and that's but you know what Listen, bro. I miss comedy so, so much. I saw so you know you're a real comic in your mm -hmm. like, bro. Like, are, like, do you guys do any of that like Zoom? Yeah, I do. Uh, I tried do, like, it, but I don't like it. It's not authentic. It's not the same. It's not the, Let me tell I mean? you something like, about the Zoom. That this guy played South Park. Park. We were on the same show, and he just played South Park my whole. Oh thing. man, listen. I, we so did while I was performing, so they kept saying that my volume was too loud, but it was him playing South Park. And they're like, turn down your TV." It was me doing it. And I changed my name and I was heckling him in the comments. Fuck, fuck a Zoom I was show. like, you suck. <laughs> but like, oh, how many audience members are watching? Let me tell you about like the Zoom. Six? Like let me tell you. Six, like, but let me tell you about the Zoom show. That? Don't ever look at the Zoom shows like a supplement for comedy and you'll be a lot Never. happier. It's not a supplement for comedy. But what why I like doing the Zoom shows is at the very highest level, that's practice for something like David Letterman or Jimmy Fallon. And at the lowest level, that's practice for things like podcasts and interviews. But being able to like come, it's a platform we don't get to work enough because you don't come on a podcast with a story planned for me now here's how i approach those zoom shows if i'm booked on a zoom show i do the same process that i would do as if i was doing a stand-up show in the sense that like okay the zoom is at eight o'clock it's 6 30 now it's nothing but game time so now i take a shower and when i'm in the shower i start thinking about different things i start thinking about the person i'm having the zoom story with i start thinking who maybe their friends are going to watch and i go yo i could tell that story or i'm going to do this and i kind of work the thing in my mind yeah. but i'm not working it like a bit yeah. and then all of a sudden i'll go into the thing and i just ease it in in conversation but they don't even know and as i start getting the thing going i have tags that i've been preparing in the shower and it's just a seven minute zoom but i feel that i like i still feel the same feeling of like it's not like I perform for an audience, but I still feel the same satisfaction as do like you? good job, you knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I still feel a buzz off of it. I, I still know, do. I feel like I feel like nothing can 
I'm I mean, saying you got to look at it for like, man. Sometimes you got to be more open-minded and try new things. And I don't and don't downplay. Come out to the show on Friday. That what show? Ben Banks's Friday show that we're gonna do at Christy Pitts. Mm, I think I'm. Good. It's outdoor. Me and Chris are doing it. Come. Uh, they are there. Yeah. 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 Me and you Chris should, are the only, do a set. Me and Chris are the only colored people. He has to give you a. He'll set. He'll give you a set. It's, oh, it's a, it's an actual like comedy show. Yeah, it's a comedy show my, at the first park. One, my first one in two and a half months. Yeah, he's not gonna give me a set. Yeah, he will. Crazy. Of course. Whose lives matter? Of course you will. Ah, there we go. You got to play that card. Don't mention the six-inch dick. Don't mention the dick thing. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I got my kid on the weekend. so. You need to come back to the podcast more, too, like when we get the audience. I would love to come back. I I had a bunch of stories that I was going to tell. Sorry we took it off. Given the climate and everything. Do you want to tell one right now? No, 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 no. No. Come back again next well, week. Yeah, I'll come, come back, back again next week, and we'll next week, and we won't Anytime. talk about this. We'll talk about prison stories. Man, we, and shit. we, we, like I said, we knew we had to talk about it and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm, I'm so I'm happy glad. with how this went. And me and him had a lot of discussions today. And I was just saying, like, man, and I was stressed, bro. I was just stressed, and I was just like, but it's because I know there's potential for this to be a really good episode, and I, and I don't want to. I'm going to be really disappointed if this just doesn't go. And that was just me being fearful, being possibly insecure. You know what I mean? I'm very happy with how this went, and it's just literally. Even maybe I wasn't able to articulate where I stand or what I think my message is, but my message is this podcast exactly. We talked about that stuff. We listened to each other. We knew where we stood. I knew where I stand and what my privilege is, and we just couldn't help it after 45 minutes to naturally transition to fat pum pum and dicks, and nobody (laughs) talked about race anymore, and we pure just made jokes and been like, yo, man, I'm really happy you eat less pizza now or whatever that was. (laughs) And then, then, yeah, we ran Rounded it out, man. And that's, man, if more people could see and talk the way that we just did, we'd be taking a lot more steps forward. You said that we're leading the way. Toronto's leading the way. Or we should. Or we should be an example. I think we should be. We are the ultimate place to lead by example. And we are. We're we're totally But be aware of that, too. But the difference between the diversity in Toronto is that there's more of an integrated diversity and less segregated. Mm -hmm. Like, where else are you going to find a white guy next to an Indian guy, a Jamaican guy, there's an Italian guy in the mm-hmm. corner rolling weed? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? Like, you know what and, I even... And, and, it's, and it's all love, bro. And the you even know? thing that I thought to try and sympathize... <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? The I'm thing that I said to try and sympathize, I was thinking about in the shower today, to try and sympathize with and play devil's advocate, or maybe I'm not even, but to try and almost understand, like, somebody who's from a small town in Alberta. Mm-hmm. I thought about it like this, where I'm like, and here's the difference between Alberta and Toronto. Mm-hmm. If you got a new job and you were in Alberta and you're just, like, working in the back, and then they're like, and have you talked to Charles yet? And they're like, no, I haven't. And like, okay, he'll be here in just a minute. In your mind in Alberta, if there's, like, a 20% chance, maybe even less, that that's going to be anybody but white. So if that person came in and they're Filipino, I think something in your mind would be like, oh, oh and he's Filipino. But for me in Toronto, if I was in the back and like, have you met Charles yet? And I'm like, no, my mind, there's less than anybody. a 50% chance that you'd be white. If he's white, he's white. If he was Filipino, I'd be like, cool. Cause my mind wouldn't be like, wouldn't be like, whoa, that's rare. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'd just be like, so we don't see things like that. It's beautiful, man. Seeing like it's Keith's like, kids, like in high school and stuff and seeing I like seeing, seeing their groups of friends. And you know what? The other day I started I love getting watching it. I love watching on the subway. I remember there was like a Filipino kid and he was and there was like a black kid mm-hmm. and it was a white person, a white kid. And they're all just talking and it's not about color. They're just like, yo, bro, I'm going here next week. And mm-hmm. they're all they're all from different backgrounds and they're all speaking with Jamaican slang. Like that's yeah. Toronto man, for you. You know what like, happened? You know what I'm saying? You know what happened like, to me? He's like, yo, nah, nah, you already know, bro, man. You know what happened to me the other day? Three days ago I was going for a walk. <laughs> Real talk, bro. I was going for a walk and I hadn't computed this stuff as 
as I have now. This yeah. was three days ago. And I was kind of just going for a walk and just listening to music. And I was more just like straight up like, fuck white people. And I'm so mad. Right. I'm so disgraced with them. I'm disgraced with myself. You have a lot fuck of white like people. That, eh? And I was just walking around. No, but it was having one of those days. And I walk, bro. And it's like, man, sometimes moments like this happen. And I, I think it's God. But you know when your life feels like a movie and it's yeah. like weird, like it happened yeah. like that? I walk past this corner store. I see two kids. They're all 16. They're high school. They have like backpacks and stuff. I see two Filipino kids. I see two black kids. And I see an Asian girl and like a brown girl, yeah. right? And I look and I'm like, see, that's Toronto though. Like, I'm glad. And part of me, this is so bad to say, but I was like, stick together. Yeah. Fuck the white kids. <laughs> and as I thought that, this white, the whitest of white kid walks out with a Slurpee, kisses the black girl. They uh, start holding hands and the whole group moves together. And crazy. I'm like, man, we can learn from the young. <laughs> we can learn from the but young old man. they're leading the way, man. That's then what that's I'm saying, the beautiful thing. We're going to break down know? barriers. We're going to break down walls. It's, it's To be honest with you, I'm very surprised that after so much has happened in history that we're still kind of repeating the mistakes of Absolutely. our past. A lot of those guys are still alive. That's the thing. But it has nothing to do with that. I it think does. When a lot of there's a hundred years, in a hundred years, system of supremacy. When we're the old, yeah. when we're like, when we're not even around anymore, yeah. I, it'll be a lot less. The it'll still exist because it's it's headed it, down. Right now, you look less. at America. Their their choice right now, once again, is to really, really old white guys. Politics mm. aside, Both your options, yeah, your options should not be two guys pushing eighty. Two white guys pushing 80. Even in Canada, the fact we've only ever had white but prime ministers, it needs to change. But they're not the they're not they're not the examples of 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 how society should move. They're just the figureheads for for policies and decisions that Absolutely, need to be made. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like society as a whole. The issue, even with Trump, happens, is like beyond right? the race stuff. My issue with Trump, especially lately, is just like man, there's too many pedophile ac accusations, rape accusations against this guy that he's just evil he is he's just evil politics aside somebody evil should never have been able to make their way through that so that system should have a better filter at this point with the way the message is being sent any other president any other president Joe would Biden have, would have marched with the people you know absolutely I mean? the fact that he hasn't done that yet is would they have though he has not even mentioned would, have would obama have obama would obama have would have like I don't the, you think know that you I know think, that I think it's I think the I think the climate is too politically charged and I think no because it's just he's the, the message think, right think, now is literally stop killing black people I think Justin Trudeau any, would any any Justin leader would Justin Trudeau bro. and, and, and you say that you say that like it's a bad is. thing no he just doesn't even know who he is like he, he, <laughs> he he's with everybody he's with everybody Just, Justin Trudeau's a Canadian I think he's about he's he's cool with everybody you know what I'm saying today he's Indian you know no 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 truth be told Justin Trudeau do you think he would. I do think, think he would. He would. Absolutely. I'm telling you, any other president Absolutely. would have at some point would have had a march and said, I agree with you. Because it's not all they're saying is, yeah, stop killing black people. It's not up to them mm -hmm. any further than that, but mm -hmm. to send that message. But there's a sect of people that it doesn't matter how much that is clearly the message that is trying to be conveyed. They're taking the message in a different 100%. sense. hundred percent. And that's why you always have this protest to the protest where you're like, black lives matter. And then they're like, all lives matter. And right. That. And how many times? And that's the divide we should but, fear the most. But do you remember that when is I the said war. willful Ingram? ignorance like i can't honestly in my head believe that this intelligent person who just is just spewed this rhetoric truly believes what they're saying like it they in, it, there's got to be something that has been pre-programmed subconsciously into their head where they i don't know if it's like a defense mechanism mm -hmm. do you know when you feel guilty about something and you automatically become defensive mm -hmm. maybe it's just like like a knee-jerk reaction or Absolutely. something to say you know what i mean like yeah just you're like, just you're... because realistically I, i'm nobody is saying that all lives don't matter 
Yeah. Nobody's Absolutely. saying that. I know, but you, right now. But right that now, is just not what the current. Issue I know, is. and then yeah. people will take that as like they're both sides are miscommunicated. And but, honestly, but, the golden oh. example, the cheesy example, but you look and you're like. British is ruling India, right? Yeah. There's 100,000 British people to like the 300 million in India, and yet the Indians have to have certain papers to report to them. They don't have their freedom that they're still a British country. And Gandhi's like, no, let's stand up to this. Now in India, there's Hindus and there's Muslims that to this day still battle it out. But what we've seen happen in history where he goes, if we just come together, if we just come together, then 100,000 British can't say nothing to 300 right. million. So right now, and that, to me, that's my message. That's what I'm trying to see where I'm like, I see the power. So the division cannot be between all lives matter, black lives matter. Though, like, you know, the all lives matter guys are just destroying this movement. We right. need to be all saying black lives matter and nothing else. And it needs to be black lives matter versus the evil, versus the Donald Trumps, versus these old white guys and the systemic oppression that mm. they're allowing to happen. But I think we stand together in numbers. That's how we get change. I think, but like, you know what I said about you guys in transcendence? I think that the whole world, the frequency is trying to resonate at higher frequency and just mm -hmm. everybody's not getting to the level in which we need in order to get to the next step of human you civilization. You know what we're going to see? Oh. At the end of this, uh, and this is just like COVID, at yeah. the end of this and at the end of isolation, it's so yeah, clear. Two things are happening. You're either, your mind's either closing in on you or, or it's, it's opening up. Yeah. Those are your options. When you're trapped inside and you're doing the same thing every day, right now your mind's either going to close in on you. And I've seen a but few people. why would people, it close in on you? Why, why don't, why? Because you're just like my life. Selection? Yeah, but, but I've been working at the same job for 20 years and I do this every day. And, and, and then now I can't see this person and I'm this, that, and then that. And you don't. You're not making so, any progressive so steps to nothing, become a better Nothing person. promotes growth more than you change. You have to be able to live with yourself. Change is good. You have Silence. to embrace. But some people are living with themselves too much. And it's called mediocrity, right? Yeah. Mediocrity. Sure. They're just completely but I'm saying some of those people are going to close in. The basics. Or right. some people, your mind has to open up. So okay. are you saying that we should always move forward? Boys. We should always move forward. We should always grow. we got to right. wrap this up. We We've been going yeah. for two hours, basically. All right. Yeah. Uh, shout to Astro Pink. Shout to Anthony for coming out and doing this. Black Lives Matter. Shout out to them. Uh, all lives matter. Those guys relax. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, relax uh, on that. And fuck, just love each other, you know? Love um, each other. Keep listening. We'll be back. We'll be um, back with more everything. Seriousness, dicks, fat pop bubs, like you said. And said. we'll have, we'll have Anthony Engelbrecht back very yes. soon. Because like, you have some good stories. Can, we had an episode we with you have that we lost. I one of the lost tapes. I can't believe that. Episode, bro. I know. You remember, like it was, was one of the best. Like, ones. So honestly, we'll, I was just like, that, we'll come back. Yeah, we'll come back. We'll do it again. So we need you back to just do just some stories next time. Anytime, guys. Okay, thanks you for know. coming. Where can they find you? At at Anthony Comedian on IG or Anthony Engelbrecht um, on uh, on Facebook. Okay. Follow right. the man. Leave a comment. Say that you liked listening to him on the podcast, and tell him to come back so that he knows that people are listening. Can I spell my name, or do you think they can? Go find it, Anthony. Anthony Comedian. Engelbrecht. Yeah, Anthony uh, at Anthony Comedian, and then um, Anthony Engelbrecht. Yeah. E N G E L B R E C H T Engelbrecht. Brecht. Brecht. Okay. Peace and love. Okay. Thank All you right. for listening. Have a good day. Be safe out there, y'all.